G'day legends, we have a special treat for you in this episode as the boys get invited down to the Motology's Dirt Kitchen headquarters and we put legendary moto journalist Adam Riemann through his paces. We really hope you enjoy this one guys, but first we will rip through a few sponsors as always. Uh, of course, first cap off the ranks, we've got Empire Sock, which is home of Specialised, Rocky Mountain, Forbidden Bike Co. Uh, they got GT Dirt Jumpers, heaps of apparel and much, much more there. So make sure you drop in and say g'day to the boys. We have the underclass available online on the online store. Use the code the Beers and Bikes Show. And of course, north of the river, West Coast Motorcycles and at south of the river down at Empire Cycles. Um, guys, we've got Perth Husky and Gas Gas on board and their sh- uh, showroom is overflowing with bikes. They are probably one of the, uh, the only bike shops in Perth that do have stock. So make sure you pop down there and uh, say g'day and grab yourself a new bike. Plenty of uh, safety gear and kit uh, in stock, new helmets, uh uh, new apparel, new kit and everything. So drop in, say g'day. Uh, we got Smarter Outdoors. Uh, ben Carlson jumped on board. Obviously, we got $220 off each electric shutter and $250 off each outdoor blind, which is a massive saving. So make sure you uh, let them know that you've uh, mentioned the show and it'll hook you up. We've got Concept Coating Design Co., uh, your home of Cerakote. Um, ceramic coating and laser engraving in WA. Um, follow them on the Instas. They're doing some amazing things uh, and, and the results are fantastic. So make sure you do follow them on the socials and drop in and, and get some stuff coded. Uh, we've got TD Granny Flats and Modular Homes. You, you go to for second dwellings, club rooms, uh, etc. Man, they, they literally do everything from single toilet blocks to up to four bedroom, two bathroom houses. So if you needed anything in modular construction, they will be your go-to. Uh, make sure you mention the show uh, and they'll hook you up too. We got uh, Caradale Meats, guys, approaching Christmas, uh, you know, a lot of shit to organise, uh, hit up Caradale Meats, get yourself a meat pack for Christmas and, and you know, tick one thing off the box. Um, it's fantastic product, absolutely good stuff and, um, yeah, make your Chrissy an absolute ripper with uh, Caradale Meats. Um, just to uh, compliment that too, while, while you're up that way, go see Rolly Stone Brewing Co. Grab yourself some old mate ginger and uh, knock the socks off granny while you're there too because that shit will uh, absolutely blow them off. Um, they've got plenty of other other uh, drinks in the range too, but, man, it's old mate ginger for me. So uh, Rolly Stone Brewing Co., wicked stuff. Hit them up on uh, on the uh, socials and uh, make sure you go get a couple of cartons. We've got Manajong Mechanical and Mobile. Uh, Mick Harding for all your mechanical work south of the river. Absolute legend of the industry. Um Super stoked to have him on board. Uh, make sure you hit him up. Get your car tip-top for the uh, holiday uh, season coming up. We've got West Effects. Now, these guys uh, have just been absolutely phenomenal with the on-the-spot turnaround. They will design, print, cut, and install your graphics whilst you wait. No, they weren't. Just kidding, just kidding. But honestly, um, these guys are absolute legends. They're, the designs are second to none. The, the, the product they use is wicked. And it? like these stickers, just these graphics kits just absolutely hold up to the task at hand. So uh, hit them up. Uh, let them know that the show sent you and that they'll hook you up as well, guys. we got ProPlete, uh, Munster Motor Trimmers. Corey Offer is just, you know, we say it, we're beating a dead horse here, but this bloke's done so much for the moto industry in the MX world. Um, these gripper seats, man, they're, they're exactly that. The gripper seats, they're, they're insane. You won't get anything better. Uh, but if you've got anything like motor trimming side of things too, um, you know, canvas works, uh, any interior stuff like that, that they, they're the go-to too. So make sure you hit them up and, um, yep, use them. They're awesome. Best in the game for sure. We've got Don McGrath from Maxxis Tire and MotorX from Maxxis Tire Australia. Uh, guys, we will be doing some ties give, giveaways over the off season. Um, well, we've got, we've got heaps of giveaways, uh, for the off season. Um, but make sure for all your lubricant needs and tyre needs, hit these guys up. Uh, Don's 
been in the bloody industry for donkey years and he's an absolute expert about uh, what he does. So um, really it's one of the most important parts of your bike is, is your tyre. So make sure you hit him up, um, yeah, and he'll get you sorted. We got Shane Carriage from Oyster Ceilings, uh, where every job is a pearler. He specialises in gyprock and steel timber framed homes uh, and transportables. Uh, he's, in, he's joined the world of uh, social media and he's, he's got himself a business page now. So uh, pop over and have a look, mate. He, it, the finishes on his jobs are insane. So check him out. Shane, Shane has helped the industry like for donkey's years too with all his um, bits and bobs along the way. So uh, we're stoked to have him on board and very, very grateful too. We've got Elite Automotive Care. You go to for uh, vehicle detailing, ceramic coating um, and, and paint correction. Um, hit them up, get your car looking schmick over Chrissy um, and, and also protected from, you know, all the elements and that too. So hit them up, uh, Insta and Facebook. Uh, we got Bridgestone Select Midland and Cannington, uh, our newest sponsor on board. Absolutely stoked to have Liam Brindle on board. Um, once again, tyres, tyres are everything. Um, they are the one thing that joins your car to the road, so don't skim out on shitty tyres. Uh, hit Liam up, mention the show, and he'll definitely hook you up, guys. So, um, we're very, very grateful for all our sponsors and our, our newest, uh, sponsor slash partner, I guess you'd say would be, uh, Motology Films. Um, Adam Riemann's going to help us out a lot in the future as he has done with this very episode. So we're so grateful to have the connections we got and all the support we got. We couldn't do it without you guys. And, um, we're just going from strength to strength and it would be nothing without you. So we really do hope you enjoy this episode guys. Um, as we cross over to the boys down, down on side, I guess. Cheers guys. Peace. Legends to the Beers and Bikes show. We're on site, down recording at Motology Films, Dirt Kitchen headquarters. I'm Dave Bacon, I'll be your host. Joined, of course, by the 2020 Kalgoorlie Desert Race winner, Blair Outram. We have the man with exceptional calves, and we're not talking a baby cow on the farm. The lord behind the lens, the pinnacle of production. We've got Josh Parker back there. And ladies and gentlemen, we have your 2021 state enduro champion, hot and fresh out the dirt kitchen. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Creech. How are you, boys? Good. Yeah, good, mate. Good. Good. And we've been very, very graciously invited by the legend Adam Riemann from Motology. And we're down at the farm for a rare insight as to what goes into producing a new episode for Motology's near on 600,000 YouTube subscribers. And I'll give you the tip, boys. uh, This caper doesn't just happen. It takes some logistical puppetry from the master himself. Um, and we're, we're in awe of your skills, mate, and we're very grateful for you inviting us down. So thank you very much. Welcome to the show, Adam Riemann. That was very nice of you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, if nothing else, mate, can I claim that this is the first episode that we actually have beers and bikes? That's what can, it's can all I, about. Can I claim yeah. that? Uh, That's a valid point. Kalgoorlie well, probably would have taken yeah. it. <laughs> You, that wasn't classified as an actual podcast. Yeah, no, actually. You said yeah. it. You said it's it. It's not an episode. Uh-huh. It's got us on a technicality okay, here. got you on a technicality, right? But, uh, but also, technically, you guys weren't invited. <laughs> I was. So <laughs> we're just friends with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, hey, well, Adam, do you mind if I bring my friends with me? <laughs> <laughs> All good, mate. Um, actually, on that note, as we are sipping down some cold Coronas with some fresh farm lemon on it, uh, I do have to apologise to Rolly Stone Brewing Co. because I did forget the goods. So, uh, no old mate ginger for bacon tonight. It's going to be pretty tame. Well, I don't really want to see you naked anyway, so we should be fine. <sighs> it's devastating. I think Adam's happy with that. Mate, everyone <laughs> drinks Corona. Like, it's easy. We'll, 
it, we should get through two hours on this stuff. It's a bit like Creechy. Easy. Easy, yeah. <laughs> Boys, how the bloody hell are we? We're sitting in paradise. Yeah. Um, we are perched on the hillside looking down at Remond's motocross track, the dirt kitchen uh, track. And, guys, it's an absolute vibe here, isn't it? Mate. Did, did you just overlook the fact that there's a 2007 CR250 <laughs> sitting right there? He's uh, got you on a technicality. Yeah. <laughs> He's picking out the final points here, Mate, right? It, this place is unbelievable. Um, rocked up. Fuck. Ooh. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, um, mate, we're on your show now, mate. It's, yeah, it's my show. Um, <laughs> rock up. On all the videos. Doesn't look that hilly. I pull up. Big hills, big rolly hills, big corners. This I heard place. you had a bit of trouble even getting here, eh? Well, yeah, look. <laughs> the yeah. driveway is designed to keep the unwanted out. Yeah, it's not It's not made for vans, that's for sure. Creature <laughs> nah. didn't get the hint, though, did he? Nah, <laughs> I made it here. I made sure I made it here. And um, look, this track is unbelievable. It's so much fun. Uh, like I said to Adam before, I wish I could just ride it all day, mate. It was a uh, fat time and super fun. Doing uh, the motology films and yeah, mate. Next time we do this, we're not pissing around with cameras and podcasts. We're just going to water the track and moto, and then beers, and then food. Just a whole afternoon of tucking. Yeah, front, yeah, eh? yeah. <laughs> levers <laughs> everywhere, eh? <laughs> Sims medal comes Monday morning, just uh, makes a killing, eh? Yeah, from you. Yeah, yeah. Boy, hopefully yeah. only from you. <laughs> but no, nah, oh, thanks for having well, me, Adam. It's been it's been an awesome day and. Uh, yeah, sorry I couldn't win for you, but look, mate, it is what it is. It's a big ass to try and outdo Chucky. Like seriously, he's just a national level freak. He's on fire, as we were talking about before. He's just in that zone of he only cares about winning, and you know it's pretty obvious. You can see that with where he's at now. But I, what you did this year, Charlie, you've been on my radar since last year doing the Ironman and. Far out, I've you know been around the dirt bike game for a bit, and you're a bit of a weapon. Like the fact that you've podiumed in in the motocross, you've won our enduro series in the next you know sec only your second year, and bloody hell, it's like come and just run third overall at the dirt kitchen. You've got it going on, and I just you wanna... missed the bit where you sound cute too. So yeah. great ass on the bloke. Yeah. yeah, slug on him. No, no, thanks, mate. I appreciate it. Eh? It's um. Nah, like I said, I loved riding my bike. Yeah. So yeah, how did our boy go on the dirt on the dad wagon today, mate? He was hauling ass. Like way too. Oh, actually, this is the paradox. When this is out, the dirt kitchen, you'll be able to watch it. So yeah, you can you can send people from so, your podcast yeah, to the episode. Jump straight over to Motology's yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube channel <laughs> and have a look for yourself and watch. And the by d- the way, this is a like a perpetual sponsorship. So next time you. You know, when you get all your big hitters, I'm I'm now an official sponsor of the podcast, mate. Beauty, mate. We'll expect, are, are you expect happy some, with that? Yeah, we want some stubby holders. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. That's the first bit of merch that I've got to get onto, stubby holders. Perfect. I rate that. Easy done. Creechy, what do you reckon of the track? Our boy, uh, Shawnee Foster, did yeah. a good oh, job. Oh, mate, he done a ripper job. Um, track was sick. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about it, mate. Like, it looks like a speak, fun track, like, eh? You know, like we're sat up on this hill... Um, Looking over it, it's just unbelievable. Like it's, it's what dreams are it's made good. of. Oh. Charlie, it's good to hear because it's a standard response from Lee Hogan said exactly the same thing. And, you know, he's your full motocross, supercross guy that doesn't often venture into these sort of situations. 
Chucky, just off-road master, all of them. Like, they've all said the same thing that you have, and especially that the videos don't do it justice. Nah, no way. Honestly, like, when I rocked up and there was big rolling hills, I was like, whoa. There's a couple. <laughs> there's off some ca- sick elevation here, right? Yeah, there's a couple off campers that are going to get nailed today, and um, clearly yeah. you didn't nail them because you got third. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a reoccurring sort of thing for you, isn't it, creature? Yeah, look, I'm not the best, but I like riding my bike and seeing the boys after. So yeah, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Just good enough to get you on the box, but also bad enough to get on the beers, eh? Yeah, like I rate that. You're upset that you didn't win, but you're happy that you're on the podium. So let's just get pissed, eh? Blair, <laughs> I feel that. You know, when you're back on the horse, your time will come. What, what's your thoughts, mate? It's Here it is on display. No, you see those fire bracks he coming was in. Right there. <laughs> yeah, there's too many corners he for me. that fire road off, boy. Uh, nah. he, yeah. yeah, it looks sick. I'm, yeah. Frothing. Yeah, it looks like a good track. It oh, is sick, super yeah. good. It heaps of different dirt. You know, you've got like the pea gravel stuff and then you've got the, the orange dirt down the bottom. It's sick. And then the, the brown dirt up top. Well, I've got a few gigalitres perhaps of of water down the bottom corner there. If we can drum up, um, you know, a bit of a Earthworks sponsor and get a a little water truck out here, (sighs) mate, we can sum a moto. That, yeah. Yeah. Trying to get the thing up a hill, but. Get it in here empty (laughs) and then we fill it up. No stopping us, you know. Yeah. We'll get, we'll make shit happen. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a few, few people listening, so. Yeah, stuff will happen, especially if they want to ride here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's invites only. BYO, 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 BYO yeah. water truck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, got a couple of hundred Mate, grand. Don't be an asshole. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was up. The what? So we had Foster here last weekend. He that that soldier man. He sat in a bobcat. He sat in a digger like for the full. I don't know how many hours he did, but he he reset the playing field. He turned this track back into what I originally created. Removed all the erosion. Leveled it. Um. You, yeah, no excuses today, Charlie. You had it pretty good, but, mate, you still nailed a sick time. Look. You are a gun. At the end of the day, I'm just happy to be here and, um, yeah, not the best time, but not the worst. This, this not is, the worst. Boy, this is, this is the motocrosser of Charlie talking now. I feel it. Nah. We, we, got, we got an enduro, Charlie, and we got a motocrosser. I feel that's the I'm just the a perfect talk. mix, really, eh? <laughs> You're a triple, triple threat, eh? Competitor, but you offer me a beer and I'm <laughs> uh, I'm your best mate. So, yeah. nah, honestly, Sean put so much effort in and Chuck was sick, super nah. good. And and he's a rider and a good rider at that. So I just kind of, you know, told him a few things that I sort of needed to happen. That was slightly erotic just watching you do took that. off. You like that? Yeah, the insertion like that. Yeah. of the lemon. Tight. I like Tight. that. <laughs> can, you, can you cut that up one? Can you cut yeah, that Yeah, yeah. The boys see. I knew you'd be onto it. Kind of harassing me for getting the lemons, and now everybody wants them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, guys, touch front on just... Uh, tuck, t- tuck front. Tuck front, tuck yeah. Front. Look, did you guys happen to see a little something on the old Facebook the other day? About what? What were we looking for? Oh, about tuck and front. Tuck and front? Yeah, old no. Jacko McGrath. Oh, front end slip, rear end kick. I literally messaged him and said, "I cannot wait to get on the podcast and rag you out." But um, yeah, yep. what, what happened, Bunbury? He looked over his shoulder, right? Eh? Yeah, it looked like it, didn't he? Yeah, sight lap, look over his shoulder and just do it. Yeah. Drop the front, eh? Hey, full <laughs> squid mode, full yeah. baker. Sight lap, <laughs> poor bastard. Yeah. He he was, you know, I've featured um, Jacko earlier this so year. One of the, did you did you see the the gas dash? You know, he was all yeah. primed to win the gas dash, and he had it. He had it in the bag. A uh, little bit of a mechanical that that unfolded. I'll I'll let you know him explain that. But the guy 
when before you know he had his big crashes getting ready for thinking that just just a, one of those weapons that sort of universal you could kind of put him in any situation he was he was going because the same as you charlie he he hadn't really experienced desert racing and he called me up at the end of last year and started inquiring oh i want to go to fink <clears throat> and i know what his level was he's sort of an old school motocrosser joined in at the ponies and now he's gonna just rock up to think and i just said whoa whoa slow down a bit you're too fast to just rock up to think you need to do all these things and yep he was committed next thing he's out there pre-running we he'd since got some support and i thought all right i'm I'm gonna do what i can let's 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 make a video you're doing the gas dash and um yeah he was just building so much momentum for that that game and then yeah big offs big crashes setbacks and to hear that he tucked the front on one of his first rides back uh <laughs> perfect yeah, pub- publicly perfect yeah, yeah i hope he didn't tweak any of his you know sur- net, surgeries yeah. but yeah uh, jacko's jacko's a champ Nah, i messaged him and just said man that was a full baker moment yeah <laughs> and he laughed about it and he sent me a few extra videos from a different angle as well and he had a good laugh yeah about but it. he's a legend too you know yeah. he's not gonna be it like, I was I was talking uh, to him about it as well and uh, said I wasn't going to say anything, but I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've also crashed in that corner on a site lap and it's on video <laughs> on uh, Fabry out of state round and like got concussion and everything. I've oh. face planted the thing in practice site lap. Guys, uh, yeah, so. what do you reckon we get straight into and interrogating this man over here, eh? Well, well that's I brought the duct tape, so hey? we might as well. Yep. Righto, so I, th- I think we'll, we'll leave the dirt kitchen stuff and uh, let, let our listeners jump over to uh, Adam's YouTube channel, Motology, and uh, watch the goods for themselves and watch some javelin action there from the Dadmobile. Creechy's hot lap. Creechy's dad kitchen. Oh, and the battle. We didn't mention the battle. I'll, uh, I'll just hand over to Creechy. Creechy smoked you, eh? Well, he, no. he was always going to, but anyway. <laughs> I did not over, at over, all. over to you, Creechy. Oh. How'd you go? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Can, can I just hey, start by saying he did give me the head start, which is goes with yeah, well, being the property owner, you know? Yeah. Look, <laughs> home rules, eh? Home rules. Um, yeah. You kind of like walk around like you own the joint, mate. So, <laughs> um, no. Obviously, I, what did I give you? Five, six seconds. I had I to know. work me tail off. Work yeah. me tail off to catch you. On the old CR. Yeah, the roost. Yeah. It was proper. All. Proper roost. You got to earn it. You got to earn yeah. it, mate. A few and, bundies uh, out of you. Yeah. Yeah, now down the back we got pretty close, and then uh, what would you say last quarter? Yeah, kind of yeah, got I, together could, I could hear, uh, I could hear the pressure and feel the pressure. I don't know, did I get you on it? I think we last I think, jump. I think we draw it across the line. Anyway, check out the episode; it's pretty funny. It's all. I was here. I would have ran in, ran, ran him hot, and just taking taking uh, him I out or something. To, but just I'll, push I him need, up. Eh? I need a shower tonight. So. <laughs> nah, yeah, fair enough. I'm a one lap wonder on this track. Always have been, but yeah. Nah, it's sick. <laughs> there's <laughs> nah, a, there's a rule: don't, don't make the chef crash. <laughs> nah, no, <laughs> gotta get him home, mate. Bloody oath. Okay, guys, I reckon we'll skip through the earlier stuff. Um, if uh, if you haven't jumped on yet to Motology's YouTube page and subscribe, uh, jump on, have a look, uh, because he's, you've started this new vlog series. Uh, and in the first episode, you go into great uh, – well, it's actually a re- – it's such a good little vlog. I loved it. Expose of how I've come to be. Yeah, really. it's yeah. amazing. And it's it's like – it's it sums it all up. It's you couldn't nailed it more on the head if you wanted to. So guys, if you if you don't know Adam's story yet, 
Um, jump on, have a look. Uh, we'll skip straight to the the, the current stuff, uh, the, the stuff that, that we know and we want to uh, press on with. But jump on, subscribe to his YouTube channel um, and check out his new vlogs and all his old stuff. It's, it's amazing stuff. Some real, like, cinematic artistry stuff. Um, yeah, let's rip into it, boys. Big words. There is. So, uh, Dirt Kitchen. Dad Kitchen. Dad Kitchen. I saw that in your little script. What an amazing concept. Yeah. Where did it all, where did it all start? How did uh, you conceptualise it? It was actually... Um, justification to the bank to even get a loan for this joint right so i i couldn't hide from trying to get you know the back trying to get the the finance across the line when i was buying this property i i basically said look i i need it for film productions because before this property far out i was loading camera gear in on into a backpack and riding out into places i probably shouldn't have been and shooting all this shit and it was just a real mission to create content and i continue to do that but you know things have evolved a bit so you did it illegally is what you're saying yeah probably you know like (laughs) water catchments and all that and 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 just you know but but respectful of the lands i feel like i've always policed it you know i don't want fuckwits in our riding territory burning cars and all that shit i yeah you know i've always been um a environmentalist uh, that rides dirt bikes, if there is such a thing. But <laughs> no, mate, it was it was pretty much validation. It, it, it was it came out of necessity. Where once I had the prop property, and ninety percent of my mind power and energy is spent building the house over there, I needed to churn out the content quickly, uh, uh, efficiently, and and it was the track just organically unfolded like the drop away uh was its own thing that i just dropped off there into a bear paddock and thought oh yeah that's cool i'll shoot that in something and then the hill i always wanted to have a big sender between those two trees there over the hill and eventually around the place had all these little areas that kind of came together with select videos and then one day i got the tractor out and thought i'm gonna link all this up and once I pushed up a track, I thought I need a, I need a concept, something that's Top Gear style, where I can get, you know, the boys get get crew here, start locking something that is consistent, get a lap time going, and yeah, it it just it it was not like it was a dream that I had to create all this. It just evolved through my situation. Yeah, it just organically sense. manifested. Yeah, today. and 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 I can go back to the bank. But I'm effectively farming digital content. <laughs> you know, like, that's what's going on here. You're a and subscription it, farmer, eh? It's got you on technicality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got you. <laughs> Fertilise those motherfuckers, yeah, eh? Yeah, Let them yeah. grow away. <laughs> so, but I, don't, I just make shit up as I go, and this is my 46-year-old version of that. Is that there is. a set process you've got for coming up with, like, content and things like that or like you said it's just you're you're doing one thing and then organically something flicks i do at the moment i'm still dependent on uh sponsors and manufacturer input like i need to mold my content towards utilizing brand like absolutely yamaha backed me big time this year and it was mint you know because i just felt like you know what i'm their their support last year was hard 
locked down all that shit, and, and I spent all year on my own two feet with that CR. That was it. I had 10 years with KDM um, all over the world. I was riding KDMs all over the world, creating content with KDMs everywhere. I could. They were sending me bikes to any country. didn't matter. What's your idea? They just, they just never said no. Um, and any idea I had, they were like, yep. And I was getting bikes sent to Norway, to frigging um, South America. And, and, you know, that's not to say that's not going to happen again. But when all the COVID thing happened, and obviously there's a big change of a guard in KDM Australia, things tightened up, COVID happened, and I just found myself on my own. And I was just like, uh-oh, and COVID. And I that tested everything that tested what I do it's like a lot of people like hairdress salons all these businesses just folded mm. and it's like shit how I've got a mortgage you know um I don't even have a job yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you I feel ya. Just you out, know I just mean? out there mowing those followers yeah, eh? yeah, yeah so, yeah. so well, it was kind of me and that CR last year and and I doesn't the you know Pirelli don't give a shit, Modal don't give a shit, as long as I got two wheels to hinge content around, uh, and and Fox shit Fox have been my biggest supporter for a, a long time, and the beauty of what I do is you can you can cut the racing season, doesn't affect me pumping out videos. You can you can quarantine us in our own property, in your own backyard doesn't stop me. Probably going to put out more of anything, yeah. And you know what? My my whole network lifted last year yep. because everyone was forced to stay at home and watch Correct. movies. Correct. <laughs> so it it proved that it in 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 a apocalyptic circumstance if you like, you know, not that it was going that way, but who knows. Yeah. Um, don't get the jab. The old no, uh, <laughs> the old uh, solar panel off-grid CR250 and, and the back paddock proved to keep us afloat through the dark times, mate. So, it's, pre- it's pretty special, isn't it? Yeah, and I and I never saw that coming. Like, who the hell could have dreamed up such a scenario? Yeah, no, that's rowdy. Yeah. So with that now, do you feel that, has that opened up some sort of limitless thinking as no, to what you can do? It's, or? Nev- it's never, well, if, if my YouTube blows up, like, properly blows up as in in terms of motorcycling yeah i'm going pretty good and i got the numbers and and but i still need i still need to leverage it with the support of my sponsors which is fox pearly modal and then bring in manufacturers that it's contract based i could have ridden any other bike this year yamaha didn't give a shit i can ride my cr i can jump on a kx tomorrow they don't own me they're just contract based supporting and i create the films, it's like, we've got these bikes. Can you make some videos? Yep. Done. And what have you got, like an agreement for a, a minimum yeah, amount of content? Yeah, it's, it's made con- it all comes down to film budget. It's, you know, these two standing right here, they get it. But most people, unless you're we involved pay, in Josh. film production, and there you go, mate. And that's the most difficult thing. You try and- What, not paying someone? You try I and make money. It. You try and make money out of film production, like- it's, yeah, it's, it's a tough gig. So, so I've I've managed. What's got me through? What's the big one that's got me through? The big like you know pulling off some 
some crazy um, ideas and seeing it through were I don't know how much you know, you know about it, but my Moto Nomad such movies, an amazing series, yeah. Um, that that set me up for this joint, and that yeah, that was film production to another level, and and a lot of risk and a lot of um, you know, shit. It a lot of it shouldn't happen. It's just just going for it and creating this content and shit getting those hard drives out of those wacky countries and actually coming back and creating a product and working out how the hell to even sell it to people and the story of those journeys was nearly as gnarly as watching the journeys themselves Mm. like that one that ride you did from austria to istanbul no where'd you go austria to egypt egypt yeah Yeah, egypt that's right sorry yeah with the camels um, that was gnarly, like the road checks, the, the military checkpoints, yeah. and all. Like that's just you. My favorite insane. bit in the whole video was there was like a <laughs> in the desert, there's rock hill, and there's like a video, and I'm like, he ain't going up there. <laughs> <laughs> Old man went up the hill. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's onto it with the gypsy outfit. Did you see the 500 just with shit hanging off it? Yeah, like, bl- yeah. The, we 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 knocked that up at the factory. Like I made a little tripod holster and I had a drone in the backpack all the stuff that was bolted to those bikes at the factory they they looked at us like who are these guys yeah. you know, like, <laughs> jokers eh fucking Aussies what yeah. are you <laughs> yeah. thinking do you even know where you're going like because what we saw on the media is different to what Europe sees they're a lot closer to the whole the conflict you know so they you know it's funny when we've got to the fact i mean we've jumped past a lot of stuff but holy shit there's 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 26 podcasts in 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 that one yeah absolutely you couldn't even scratch the surface yeah yeah no you you, yeah anyway but in in saying that covid permitting is (coughs) moto nomad finished or no no way Um, yeah sick so where are we going (laughs) yeah 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 swags uh, in the ute let's roll (laughs) no we don't need a ute bruh beers and bike show Third so week cre- in private jets. Creature, you creature, you got a very small insight today into the, the, for lack of a better term, the fucking around involved in creating film, right? Yeah, so I can imagine. setting up, the going back and forth. You try doing that for a month straight with only what you're carrying on the bikes. While uh, travelling to yeah, 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 yeah. Big case. Uh, and some of these countries, man... You've long run out of you, – you seem to have more fuel than food, right? And you've run out of food. And you – some mornings in Moto Nomad 2, that that was the hardest in, in Mongolia. Kazakhstan, Mongol just, – just those names, you know? Yeah, yep. Um, some, some mornings we'd be up and, and we'd have to ride. We'd already be tired. We'd long run out of food and we'd have to ride – like two hundred k's before we could find anyone to feed us, so that that you know sleeping in a tent in the temperatures, the altitude, and then you just physically really broken down from the distance, the foreignness, and this is kind. We did nine thousand k's in that one, so you're talking, you're starting to talk Dakar. Distance. We we effectively rode our own Dakar. And filmed it ourselves without actually racing anyone. Was that the the, the part two? Kazakhstan, Mongolia. Uh, sorry, Kazakhstan, Russia, Mongolia. That was the thing. Your own Dakar really is what you were going for, was it? Oh, the last one, Moto Nomad Three, 
we were South America and we actually retraced oh, the steps third one, yeah. of the Dakar when it was South America. It's so interesting what's happened to the Dakar. It started in Africa, Paris, to Dakar, which is a, a city in Africa, and that's how it got the name. And then it was up, I forget the year, it must have been about 2013 maybe, um, they got threatened with, uh, all the terrorism and they were going to start shooting riders and blowing stiff shit up and it's like, right, that's done. And they relocated Dakar, kept the name, and they relocated the Dakar to South America. Yeah, okay. And yep. that's where these these wild landscapes, and it, if you look at the recent Dakars and, and, and the, the cinematics of it, it was all about really capturing the riders going through the most bullshit landscape. I mean, it's still all about the race, um, and that, that sort of set up this need to really create the event as, as like a, 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 you know, a sponsorship opportunity to, it's a money-making thing, right? It's the biggest yep. motorsport event in the world, but you look at it, the, the, the lengths they go to, to make it look so epic and yeah, the yeah. evolution of the film production. And so they started to have the political problems with Chile's or, or Bolivia's government and blah, blah, and they're like, not nah, too hard. We're going to Saudi Arabia now. So it's the Dakar, which was originally Africa, has now, the name's never changed. Yep. And it's gone through, you know, three different parts of the planet. Yeah. Same race. Yeah. That's, same name, different parts of the planet. That's a pretty amazing thing in the, like it just shows you the power and brand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I... I feel that sometimes the they don't show how hard it actually is. Yeah, they're so bent on the you know appeasing the sponsors to capture the light of it that the the writers can tell a totally different story that they don't have the time frame on TV to really um, present how much of a soul destroying event it is. You don't often, when I watch the Dakar, the, you know, you get the highlights and all that business and sure, people are crashing and they're crying and they're doing all this, but man, you don't see the thousands and thousands of kilometres of liaisons that the yep. boys are doing. You yep. see the special stages when they're making it count and the, you know, they're going through the dunes and the chopper's real close and the boys are doing wheelies, but it, I, I, I take my hat off to them. And you throw out it, you... You can't film the effects of altitude. You can't see it, you know. And what's actually going on with those riders in those conditions, sometimes I feel because I've had just a taste of it riding through South America to the level we did, that, yeah, the the Dakar presentation, if they could capture a bit more of how fucking hardcore that race is, it would... Yeah, do it just do it do better it more justice. justice. Yeah. For, for, yeah. Maybe that's just me being a yeah. rider. I, yeah, I feel like that's something that's, um, and that that's going to lead me on to another question. Um, so you're a, you're a rider, you're an artist, and you're obviously a, a a media person, content creator. But do you find being all three conflict each other? Yeah. It was, like, do you hard, find it hard to find that balance, and do you constantly critique and judge yourself trying to? get that balance i don't so much i mean you always critique yourself and and earlier in the piece when i was doing my youtube stuff i just like would make this shit because and, and it was just 
thoughts that I had and edit and put it all together and it's moto and, and, and put it online and be like, oh no, how's this going to go? And you don't look, you just put it out there. And the beauty of YouTube, did you hear that? That was my first burp in the mic. I froth that. How, <laughs> how many of those do I get before oh. I get kicked off? Dude, you can't beat Mitch Delft's last one. He had a full throat close up. <laughs> did he? <laughs> he <was> like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, that was me. I I don't know. Putting yourself any anything to do with creation is you you sort of presenting something to other people, and you're just setting yourself up for judgment, right? And I used to naturally it cuts you down. We're not we're not wired for it's unnatural to have all these people know you and you've never met them before. And I, yeah. and I'm no celebrity, but just based on what's going on with my YouTube, to have people, when I was young, that's what they, you know, the, the I, I didn't care so much about what they thought of me, but I cared a lot about what they thought of my craft. It's yep. whether it's a picture I painted at school or, you know, um, and, and I was kind of more sensitive to that uh, uh, more than personally what they thought. You know, I'm pretty private anyway, so. I'd, yeah, yep. And um, now it's a matter of trying to, as going back to having sponsors, there's a certain level of, um, how can I say, you you got to, you got to just, you can't stray too far. Yeah, you so gotta, it's moto creativity business yeah. as well in there and too. And how the yep. hell, the biggest thing that I've always sort of stuck to my ground and, and insisted on pulling together is the artwork. That was me as a kid. That was all me. And I lived on push bikes. Yep. I was a little BMXer and it was just art and pushies. And it's kind of carried into this modern world of now i got motors and, and fuck fumbled into media. And I, I don't want to do what everyone else is doing. I just think, well, I think, this pops into my head. Well, I'll make it and shit. If you've just fast forward, it's paying for all this that you were sitting for. So something has, um, you know, something has actually is working. Isn't it funny though? How like, cause you've had one of the longest careers in media in the moto world out of anyone, you know, from, you know, ADB days to, to now yet you've gone from so many different, uh, platforms, media platforms, you know, so yeah. you, you've had to adapt, learn it, and learn, um, and you've had to do that quick. Where you know, it's, I always find it's harder to learn something new yeah. than be born into it. Yeah. Um, and isn't it funny how when you so you do that and you you started from the word go, or, and even to now, you 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 write, you tape, and you narrate, and like it's it's something that's now iconic. But at the start, I mean, you, you copped a bit for it, didn't you? Yeah, like- totally, mate, totally. And and look, I I was a racer, 100% chasing it like you boys racer that learnt how to be a journalist, not the other way around. Yep, yep. You, you, I've been on a lot of media launches around the place and you get these people that are just, you know, so polished in journalism and then they get on the bike and they're just a fucking squid. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, hey, name names. Yeah. No, name no, names. I'm not. And, 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 they're, and, and yourself? And they're calling the shots to they're, – they're, they're affecting 
Yeah, good. Good call. They're affecting – I used to see it all the time when, I, when I'd go overseas to the big media launches. You'd get these journos from all over the world, right, and they're just hovering around the photographers like flies. Yep. And they're just lined up to get their little corner shot and look good for a split second and go back and write about the bike. And it's like, mate – you haven't even done a quarter of a lap on that model. What the fuck? What do you even know about that motorcycle? Yeah. Yep. I maintained, I was always about credibility. No one could question it because I, I, I'd, on the Eastern, on the Eastern States, I, I was racing national level in the, you know, the off-roads at the same time I was a journo and I didn't care. I was out there mid-pack and and this is with all the boys this is where they all came from maddie phillips toby hollis grabo that was in the same era i wasn't at their level but i was the only journo rocking up to these races all the time and trying to push into that top 20 in australia you know and and doing it living in sydney in a in a rental in suburbia like i couldn't be out there training but my, if I was going to be right, if I was going to have any words published in a magazine saying anything about any product, I wanted to be able to back myself. But like, absolutely, I I know those tires are shit. I know those brakes don't work. I know that bike's awesome. I've yeah. raced all of it, and in the conditions that are what these manufacturers are trying to make them for. So anything that was in print, signed, sealed, delivered, no backing out gone out there to however many um you know people the the internet's cool because you can kind of edit and undo shit print in the journal the magazine days it's once it's in print you said it that's your word yeah Yeah. in trouble eh? in trouble i know some of the beefs i used to have with the sub editors who oh when i was in adb (laughs) we get get you get these sub editors and they change your words oh that because they're they know you know, the, um, they know the correct ways the to say. grammar, but grammar's one thing. Don't don't put your words in my mouth. That's my reputation you're fucking with there. I don't speak like that. Yeah. And you'd make you sound gay and they'd say the wrong shit and you're losing the context of the suspension action and I'd get into all these arguments and it, it was like I was very passionate and stern and I'm the one out there pounding out the laps and I knew what the boys meant. So I'd interview you know, well, I'd be testing bikes with, with them. You know, there was a time there where we had access to everyone. Like, Toby was coming on ADB tests. Mill, you know, all of them. Maddie, Phil, we had a, a good selection of the best riders in the country to feature in the magazine tests. And I could ride hard enough to know what they were talking about to really validate what was going on. And I'd write my features with full confidence and, and I'd, I'd really put, I really put our editor on the spot sometimes because it was his neck. He was the editor Yep. in the, in the real core days of ADB and, and, you know, Andy Wigan, we, we, we battled hard, but he, he was, he was the best, I reckon, like the most thorough. And it got to a point where he was letting me have full reign of the shootouts, so yep. we'd have we'd have every model 450 of all the manufacturers, and we'd have a selection of the best riders in the country, and we'd be at a track like this, and we would just moto for two days, and we had photographers, and we we're swapping bikes, and we we're writing all this, and I just felt the need to 
okay, it, forget who's spending the advertising dollars. We, the only reason we're even doing this is to give the readers a clear understanding of what is what. Correct. Yeah. And <clears throat> the political tightrope they'd sort of walk to try and say that a bike was shit when it really was because we're all saying it and you knew when you get back-to-back bikes all lined up and all the boys are saying the same, oh, those forks and, and these poor old, some of these mechanics that were representatives from the manufacturers, they're stressing hard, you know, and they're doing all these things to try and make that standard. And some of the – they're – they're at the point in now because they've upped their production, but the early Shercos and bikes like that, fuck, they were they rubbish. Had, oh, they were just junk, cobbled together junk packs. Like, and it was so obvious when you hopped on off that and onto a um, current model, whatever. The the Kados and the Yamis and the Hondas could kind of look after themselves, even if a, mag- a mechanic couldn't really be asked. He'd be like, oh, yeah, just. Put your levers there and ride the bike, mate. Get out there, you know. But some some of the manu- some of the manufacturer representatives would have to work their ass off to try and make the riders feel good about that bike, or else it was just going to get slayed yeah. in the test. And yeah. this yep. this happened a lot. And and the that was that era. Like it was a great era, but um, yeah, that was that was all based on I based a lot of integrity to stay attached. To racing, I had to stay. I, I had to be out there mid packing and just racing and knowing the, you know, that I if I was in control of affecting the, mate, you affect the sales of bikes when you say something. When yeah, an article yeah. comes out and a let's just say a KDM four fifty EXC has won the ADB shootout, their sales just but they all were chasing that and they knew it and. Oh, we had lucky you can't ride Baker because <laughs> you're way too honest, eh? Yeah, you would be in trouble, I reckon. Uh, well, what's with all these bikes with shit levers? <laughs> 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 Fucked, eh? Nah, I, it would be hard, like, because I'm I'm pretty straight up. Like, yeah. I would yeah, if I get on it and I don't like it, I'll tell you. Yeah, and I'm and, quick. Like, it takes you, me three corners. You would be a great test rider in that regard, but it's up to the bad journalist. Well, good test yeah, rider, good test rider yeah. badger in a way. Motocross kid, don't yeah. know how to read and write. No. That, that, that was the trickiest part of journalism was just to take all that information and and filter it through what you felt yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that fucking thing, it was tucking the front all the time there. And it's like, how do we how do we splice this in and, and, and let the readers know about it without the magazine, the, the manufacturers pulling their advertising and all this yeah, stuff yeah. like it? It's a, oh, that's what, that's what I like about the show Top Gear. You know, they didn't care. No, they didn't need it. They had the BBC budget, and they'd just go and I didn't know how it worked, but if a car was shit, they would slay yeah, it. Yeah, like slam Tesla, slam all these slay things. Slay it. Don't care like, who owns it. How do we get, you know, how do we get a dirt bike platform to that level? And well, beers and bike show. That's how we, we are. Got really. a, yeah, yeah. We got to win. Yeah, we got. Beers and bike show. We'll tell you yeah, how we feel. We'll yeah. ride the bikes, sing beers. Yeah, that I was I already feel shit. like I've been pulled into – nah, I'm, I'm all that. And I've been in trouble. I've caused trouble. I've done all Nothing that. Nothing wrong with well, that. Yeah, yeah. There, there's in, a motto in the beers and bike show. Swing first and ask questions later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in your yeah. earlier days, you 
at times somewhat not not outspoken, but you're de- definitely blunt. Um, do you reckon? Do you reckon that hindered your career? Yeah, it does, mate. It does. It, it doesn't forge you, re- or does it eventually forge your reputation as being integral and honest? Or at the start, does it straight up hinder you? Well, in terms of delivery, I've always gone over above, over and above for my supporters, and that's that's obvious. And it's the whole reason of to this day. I've still got a, a long-standing relationship with Fox, with Pirelli. Uh, Motul and now Pod, like, mate, running the knee braces right now, sitting around drinking beers and a set of knee braces. And I just, that's right, I'm still wearing my knee braces. Hey, knee- beers get dangerous, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> Don't let Rhino hey, know that you're wearing knee braces, but hey. I, I had a pretty hard and fast learning curve in the magazine days, and I, it's kind of lucky that I, um, you know, went through that school of media then... Because it's helped me probably bite my tongue a bit now and just have a bit more understanding of um, the scale's bigger now. Like I'm yes, online, yep. there's... you got to learn oh, how I to got play my own the business. game. Yeah, totally. And, and Don't get involved in schoolyard fights over, <laughs> over nothing. Oh, no. ah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. But um, I don't know. It's, it's sort of... I just, I just don't buy into the bullshit. I, I just can't do it. And if... When I say bullshit, it's like, um, you know, trying to trying to trying to say something that that's not true, or, or rep, reputation is is a big thing, and integrity is everything. Integrity is everything, and you know, I've I've probably suffered for standing my ground in what I believe in because I've only ever done that. I don't I don't go any other way, and but then people um, respect that too. You know what I mean? Like eventually. I, yeah. No, Eventually, they, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where at the start, like you, like when you're trying to get sponsors on board and manufacturers on board to give you these bikes for reviews, yeah. if you come out and be honest, we're like, well, fuck giving a bike to this bloke who's yeah, going to bury that, us. Yeah. But eventually, then they're like, well, hey, we got a product that we know if we yeah. give this guy, yeah. is going to be honest and he's going to say it's good because we know it's good yeah. and it's going to be legit. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. You know, it's it, a bit of a bell curve, I think. You know, yeah, 100%. You know how I've actually managed to get through all of that is – by only aligning with the good stuff. So I, it was to a point where I didn't actually have to lie about anything, you know. There's yep. no yep. – like free shit's no good unless it's good. doesn't matter what it's worth I, or what I they're paying you. I'm not going to be wearing cheap shit or riding shit bikes. It's got to be up to my standard. And, you know, for nearly a decade I had – a lot. Look at you. Look at my channel. Look at the amount of orange content on there. Yep. And it wasn't. It didn't start out as a monetary thing. It just started out as as like I don't know. It just kind of happened. It's like funny thing is that CR sitting there is the only bike to this day that I actually own, and it's the only bike I've owned. I think I worked it out in the last twenty years. That's yeah, right. a long time. Jesus. That's so... Only three more repayments left too. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. But what that says is, like I... I, I one, one if, if you're talking about reputations and all that, and, and there's no hiding it, but um, I, I developed a pretty, you know, hard, hard reputation on the East Coast as being the bike wrecker. <laughs> and I have to laugh about it now, and I've sort of, you know, 
I don't know, maybe got smoother, a bit wiser in my approach to thing. But my my early ADB days, yeah, I went through the the fleet of bikes <laughs> like a West Aussie off road just animal that just had access to these new toys and just wanted to race. That was my whole agenda. I was sort of like found a way to and yeah, some of the some of the stuff went back to the manufacturers properly tested. Um but damage and, and just all everything that comes with trying to nail a good shot, yep. racing them, you know, I sort of might have not I wasn't the first by any means. But going back to integrity and all that, I was out there racing <laughs> racing bikes that were given to the magazine for a photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. And I'd grab it and go, oh, we need to test this. I'll get that helmet and those boots and this gear and I'll take the CRF this weekend and I'd go race the Nationals and then come back on the next week. And it had, it, it had levels of wear and tear that the magazine industry just weren't used to. It had been raced. Okay. <laughs> I feel sorry for I feel sorry for those two WRFs yeah. that went back this oh, year. Oh, there you go, perfect example, <laughs> yeah. right? And Yamaha, but you had them for ages I too. I know, and even even my subscribers were starting to comment, going, "Dude, those things are properly flogged." Um, but Yamaha, they get it. They got the exposure, and not some fluffy shoot. Proper with the level of Michael Addison in the mud, just holding on a limiter. I did full enduro season on the 250. We did the ponies. Um, just done that yeah. desert one, boost oh, towns, just mate, everything. Just everything. They yeah. were, you can't hide it. Oh, we, we were, we scrubbed them for a whole day and I looked back and going, yep, these are very secondhand. They've done a season. And I took all photos, close ups and just sent them straight to Yamaha. Mate, no hiding it here. And they, mate, they're high-fiving all the way. It's like, good. We want them out there. And the beauty is they didn't miss a beat. And yeah. I wouldn't have done that if I didn't think the bikes could do it, you know? And honestly, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, Yamahas are so big, bulky. And talking to Cam at the last one after he rode mm. his, he loved it. Perfect. You know what I mean? And Perfect neutral um, – uh, opinion right there with yeah. Manston. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, especially because, yeah, he rides KDM. KDM. And gas, gas, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it was like when I go, oh, what's it like? And he was like, it was good. And I was like, oh, okay. I was waiting for him to go, nah, it was shit. You know, yeah, yeah. KDM's rah, rah, rah. Couldn't deny it. But he was honest and it was good. And um, it didn't hold him back. He, no, it's not like he not. rode shit. No. He rode good. And those WRFs creatures going a little bit back to like where you're saying it's a it's a good thing to be harsh like that because Yamaha's sent him two two bikes that thought <laughs> you know we'll put these to the test and because you're so honest with them and they survived yeah it's a genuine yeah totally. genuine test like Maybe you know you can have a bit of faith in them after that type yeah thing, definitely know? yeah didn't touch those engines and when I not even an oil change eh? oh yeah well, <laughs> <laughs> you know you got to be realistic. <laughs> Oh, mate, I've seen... Before it went back, so it looked good. No. <laughs> nah, but they, far out, they just didn't miss a beat. And, and you I was actually a little bit upset they weren't here today. I was, I'll be honest, I was keen to ride one. Just, just to see what all the fuss was about. Yeah. And it would be good. I mean, look, let's face it, Creature, you, you've got, you've, you've got that bike and then you went and spent the dollars on suspension, right? And yeah, this is the big it, yeah. thing. This is the biggest thing. With, 
with the current that, that's doing my head in a bit, looking at all these guys out there racing, and this is at WA state level, but I worked my way up into the top 10 at various events on a dead stock product in front of other riders that have paid their, what are they worth? Six, Nine grand. Well, no, 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 no. Nah, the, the bike's like 15 oh, grand. Yeah, a lot. And then spend another, what, eight? Nine grand. Nah. On nine? On, on Isn't s- it nine grand? On suspension? Nah, not For tracks much. and cones? Or nah, track. that's just insets. Yeah, track. Oh, the insets. Two like, grand insets. Yeah, yeah, and then four oh, and a half grand for a shot. Three Retail? I'd love to tell you, but. Yeah, don't. don't, don't <laughs> shh. Nah, it's three and a half for a re- Three and a half, is it? Yeah. About three, seven. But yeah. what are cones, not inserts worth? Like, are they, are they five, six grand? Four. The whole fork? Five, yeah. 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 A lot. Yeah, so you went bought complete fork like forks and track shock. You'd be up for seven or eight. Ah, uh, look, it's a lot of money. A lot of I money. Know, yeah. I know yeah. you're saying, Adam. You, you know, my bike's dead stock except for suspension. But you're pushing, mate. You're pushing to a level where you you are progressing in various um, areas, not just terrain, but the you know the from the Pony Express. Enduro, you go on desert, and the pace you're co- you're coming into this off-road world with A-grade motocross intensity. You can't run stock suspension, a lot of things, but like you well, said, you I can, but it's not comfortable. No, and it's not safe. <laughs> it's fact. It's dangerous. just not dangerous. safe yeah. for someone of your pace. It goes back to what I said to Jack. I said, mate, you can't just rock up to Fink on a stock YZ. You're too fast. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna get hurt. You need to do a lot of things. Um, and it's the sort of, it, it, it's at that level and it, and it shows up very quickly in race conditions. If a, if a standard machine isn't suspended to handle the square edges that hap, that form, you, you're, A, you're not going to place very well and B, you're going to have some big ones. So, so going back to like the WA scene, what, and, um, you were saying about riding a stock bike all year. Do you think it's justified people buying good suspension? Absolutely, because I know how average some of the stock suspension is on some models. Because back, look, I'll be honest, back when I was racing on the East Coast with with all the boys, um, and I, I had access to the off-road teams, the KDM off-road teams, and I was just doing what they were doing because I was trying to, you know, I was – hanging out with them, riding with them, training with them, and I wasn't operating at their level, but I was good enough to get a brand new, you know, I remember when I got the brand new KDM 350, I forget which year it was. No, it was the 300, doing videos with it. Made a few videos and then started trying to train and race. I was like, ooh, no, these forks got to go. And that was back when I managed to get a set of SX forks and tune them back. They were the dual chamber. Yeah, yeah. So KDM yeah. went from the dual came chamber that comes standard in the in the motocross models, but the EXC just had the open cartridge. Yeah, yeah. that have now turned into these. What what are they? Explore. Uh, Explore. Yeah, and you yeah, know, terrible. Ex- well, ex- disgusting. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Explore. You know, <laughs> yeah. Look, I did a j- just to be realistic, right? I I got railroaded into this national enduro in Norway of all places, right? And it's funny how it all unfolded because I went there, my my um, brother-in-law, my Mrs. Brother, he 
he married a Norwegian chick and he lives in Norway and and we were going there to visit them anyway. And something, there was some talk of these kids at school that ride dirt bikes at the local school and I thought, oh yeah, it's like maybe they've got a shed at the school and there's a couple of bikes and they play around. Anyway, the conversation evolved and it turns out it wasn't actually an academic school. It was a dirt bike, dirt bike school. Dirt bike school, yeah, that's nice. Of these misfit riders that couldn't cope with school, but they were boarding, and all they did was if they weren't, you know, when they were snowed in, they were in the workshops just tuning and working on motos, just sheds full of bikes. And I thought, what the hell is this place, you know? I discovered it, and I thought, right, we wanted to kind of help um, set up an event there just to kind of promote a, a business venture that my brother-in-law was about to start. And I thought, well, if you're if you're going into business with this hotel, we need to create an annual event that's going to fill this hotel. And I've got just the thing. If there's a moto school there, let's try and create some Norwegian wacky hard enduro thing. And anyway, I went there to shoot a video met all the guys one of them was the Norwegian national enduro champion it just started spiraling and it was in that time where I, if I had an idea it was like yep can we get a and I got a brand new 500exc dead stock sent to Norway they picked it up we were going to shoot this video based on mapping out the start of who knows like a Norwegian version of Erzberg or yep. whatever like who knows what it could be in Norway, the restrictions on land and everything just, you know, killed that idea before it began. So anyway, get there. And once I got roped into this school and met all the kids and understood what was going on, it was like, holy shit, who would have thought this kind of place even existed? They basically looked at what was going on. A lot of them already followed me on YouTube and they're like, you're coming to race our national enduro. And I had no excuse. I had my gear bag because I was shooting a video. I had a brand new 500 EXC. And my brother-in-law that I went there to visit, I saw him for two days and I was like, sorry, mate, i got to go. And they chucked me in the back of this school bus and we drove across Norway. I had no competition license. I hadn't even raced for I don't know how long. And they just fixed everything. All my insurance was done. My entry was done. Bike was loaded into the van. Got And, and this, I'm talking kids yep. in a school bus, road tripping across Norway anyway. Romskog, National Norwegian Enduro, and I, I winged it on experience. I wasn't fit. I wasn't training. I didn't even know I was going there to race. It just happened. And it was a dead stock 500 EXC with that Explore stuff. And... The, the trails between the special tests were like the hardest fucked up enduro, <laughs> you know, with tree hills and ruts that... Off-camber tree I roots and just shit. steep and sketchy and I just, I thought this is not going to look good because I don't feel like I'm even going to finish. I was working overtime and I slapped myself out of it in the first loop. And I just picked my way through it. And what I discovered over the course of the event, it was so wet, so screwed up and so technical that it didn't matter what kind of suspension you had. It was 
two wheels and a motor and you just had to get over this shit and climb through it and try and do it with some kind of, you know, consistency. And I got through the day and ran top 20 in Norway (laughs) as the only Aussie that just accidentally ended up there. And I kind of reset my thinking on the way the Europeans are building their bikes. Yep. The the terrain, the tree roots, the mud, the rocks was so irregular. You couldn't tune suspension to make it work yeah, yep. in that. So we get in our Aussie conditions where the speed's five times faster, the holes and the whoops and the rocks and the square edges. It's like, okay, that Euro stuff that's fluttering over those Norwegian war zones, it's just not going to cut it here. Yep. So I think that right there is you know one of the reasons some of the euro stuff you just got to take it out and get you know yeah. higher level more more like, tailored to what we ride you 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 can rip your enduro bike around a motocross track creature right now you're not going to outdo it you could be better on an F, fc or whatever but you're still going to do a lot better around a motocross track with that suspension than you would a stock FE, right? Facts. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Mm. I'm, oh, I'd give it a good crack, I reckon. But it's comfortability at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so. like I said before, you probably got one lap in you of hanging it out and stock stuff. But yeah. I'd rather just pay the money and be comfortable for the whole race. But that's an interesting yeah. point. I didn't think about that with the like because we're obviously talking about the KDM group here. Like, yeah. you know, um, the WP more. more yeah. The point. Yeah. And we're such a small percentage of market. Yeah. Why would they tailor They're a bike not, from yeah. factory for us? Mate, it doesn't even yeah. stop there. The yeah. Aussies are a bit of a. The Aussies are a bit of a. Um, KDM's big on the adventure bike thing now, right? Yep. They've had to engineer a lot of their new adventure bikes around us. Oh, really? They, because <laughs> they're uh, the first, you know, like the 1190 yeah, the and that big jigger, yeah. So they were effectively a LC4 big road bike thing that they put street, uh, sorry, dirt wheels on and made like this touring thing, and that's that's fine for the doctors and the dentists riding to the cafes in Vienna which is sort of in their mindset, it was just a touring machine. Put panniers yep. still, and, still and go through the Alps and that. Mate, we got hold of these 1190s and just started literally snapping them. Sending the and, dogs and, and And it's just like, oh, finally, KDM's got a n- more current model. Uh, you know, so BMW make their GS and all that. Yamaha make the Tenere and all that. And then KDM sort of entered the adventure bike market. They got to Australia and... Properly reckon the bikes and just cus- just random customers, you know, riding them in Australian conditions as Australians ride, jumping them, doing all sorts of Aussie stuff. And they had, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Australia. Oh, boys, yeah. check this out. And these rallies that KDM got started, um, the, what, it was one of the, probably the second or third one that I did. They had their investigators from Kiska, who were the engineers for KDM, come down and ride this rally and take notes and they were in shock. They couldn't believe with what the general customer base were doing with their product. <laughs> they, that's how the 790 and, the, and and they would, 
interviewing all the right. It's a quite a funny process, but now, mate, hands down, those KDM seven nineties, even the ten ninety. I've never ridden one. Hey. Wait, you look at them and go, "What are you doing on that big fat road bike? You're kidding yourself." But yeah, they're expensive, but um, they're awesome. I had a fat time in that hole when I was filming their rallies and and just buying into like I can't afford one I don't have one but I got to do thousands of k's on them and and ride events and ride them all around the world and and it's a really cool thing but the evo- it was just funny to witness the evolution of of KDM's adventure bikes and the part that Australia's customer base played quite a major role just because we wreck shit like it's as simple as that. Yeah. See, the, I would have thought that. Yeah. yeah. See, I didn't think that we would be that. You know, you got like Canada and America and South America. I don't think. Yeah. The average but, guy driving down the. Yeah, like, but they're pussies. True. Yeah, they probably do more oh, on the road. Yeah. Over what's there, the chance of you sending this? Yeah. Well, Australia's like we have a couple of beers and yeah. The KDM send rallies. Send the dog. The KDM rallies um, showed that the rest to the rest of the world that they weren't doing it right. Yeah. They yeah. had all their events and they'd just park up at a hotel and make a little cloverleaf loop back to the hotel and set up happy trails and they'd ride their bikes and, and that was that. It wasn't till the KDM rallies started to go online and, and I'm not going to say claim my videos were the reason for it, but it had a lot to do with it when – I was shooting everything for KDM and, and, you know, capturing GoPro footage alongside Chris Birch, just riding these things like they're enduro bikes. And the rest of the world, we just started to look back at Australia and New Zealand going, holy shit, how do we get on one of these rallies in Australia? Look what they're doing. And then the factory started to look because they had all these warranty recalls and all this stuff because <laughs> we're just wrecking just these bikes. Shit. Um <laughs> Just wanting to ride the way and, you know, put panniers on and go through the central Australia. Thousands and thousands of Ks of corrugated road, all that stuff. So it's funny how, you know, we – mate, Australia has a massive influence on the moto world or every discipline. You look at it. We've got a a top gun in every discipline, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, true. You know, and and our – our, I don't know, our dogged way and, and mindset combined with the pretty badass landscape just creates good riders. True. I feel like we're pretty, being from WA, like we talk about it a lot, you get everything, you know what I mean? Like for motocross, you get deep, the deepest of sand tracks yeah. and the hardest of hard pack tracks. Yeah. Enduro, you get... The dirtiest pea gravel <laughs> to, you know. <laughs> like, Sandiest or sand. Yeah, sand, but like the big tree root test. All your off-camber tree roots and shit. Yeah. Like I, like you say, Adam, we're pretty lucky to live where we live. And, you know, we we're not we don't make dirt bikes. We just... Send the, the dogs, though. Yeah, we, we just send the dogs. Send, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that, you know, like you don't often hear of all this hardcore stuff coming out how's this Austria you can't even ride the things you know so I I discovered that when we went to Austria and everywhere we rode off road was 
100% illegal. Oh, you mean like as far as you're not allowed to ride them in... You can't... You can all... Forests and stuff. Yeah, motocross tracks, obviously. But in terms of the EXC thing, it doesn't even exist. You cannot ride anywhere. And it's, it's got... Is that environmental bugger. laws and shit? Oh, just, mate, it's a... Yeah, it's a very pristine wonderland over there, but... Boys, you're going to have to hold the fort because it's my first piss break. So hey. I'm going <laughs> offline for about, I don't know, as long nah. as it takes. Uh, <laughs> that's fair enough. But we'll how big's how big your slug? Yeah, how big's the slug? <laughs> we'll, we'll report back on that one. Yeah. but Creechy, what do you reckon of the landscape here, mate? Oh, Sun setting good. over the hills. It's good. We've got the dad wagon sitting there in the background. 57 Husky looks good. Did you, did you javelin that thing today? Or do you give a daddy scrub? I was actually, <laughs> we were watching back one of the videos and um, Freeman's like, oh, that was stylish. And I was like, I didn't scrub it or whip it, but it was stylish. I was like, yep, yeah, I'm I'm cool with that, eh? Eshay. Yeah, eshay. <laughs> but no, nah, look, you know me, just put a little bit of salt on that, eh? Salt, salt and pepper, yeah. Did you uh, take the 57 rig over to Boost Town? No, I did not. Not yet? Nah. Keep away from them, trust me. Yeah, nah, look. Oh, nah. Logs logs are shit, eh? Logs are scary. Yeah, I don't mind a little log, but big ones with doubles and yeah. shit, not really into it. Yeah. I blew my leg out on a clog, so I'm, I'm off it. <laughs> yeah, but yours was like two inches high. It was. It wasn't very big. What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, both. Both, both the same. same. Yeah, okay. Your two, no, in, two inch log got caught in a two inch log. Li- oh, yeah, literally, there. literally this log that I hit was not very high. I just... Snapped ACL. Snapped ACL. <laughs> no, but um, so why? We'll what? have to we'll have to get Adam into um, if he reckons the enduro scene should be a little bit more sandy. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's touch on that one. Yeah, should we touch on that? Once he's tucked that big thing away, we'll um. <laughs> oh, he's doing a bit of housekeeping. Yeah, That's let me, nice. Let me just clean up our axe a bit. Hey, I'll, I'll finish sure. this one, shall I? Yeah. Look, why are there? Sure. Why are there, bud? Everyone's having a skull. Beers for life. Or Buffalo. Ah, thanks for the, coming, guys. It's not the bikes and beers show. It's the beers. Exactly. Oh, okay. That's the... There's a, <laughs> yeah, there's he, a bit one of that house takes, rules, house rules. One that takes precedence here, eh? There's a bit of a hierarchy. Yeah, nah, so, Adam, I don't know if you could hear us without your headphones on, but we're talking about the, um, the enduro scene. Let me get back online, Charlie. Pull up a stool, mate. Pull up a stool. I'm going to have to bail for a piss. You're Again, up to about you're number too deep. You're up to about number six. He broke the seal too early. Do you know what? He's got the biggest slug of all of us. You would have thought it'd be able to hold a bit more in the tank. It uh, <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> obviously not. Um, well, now you're worried about dust. Get creature to water the track. He would have done a lap by now. <laughs> Mine has been mint tomorrow. Hey, I'm back in the world. I feel like it's weird when you take them off. Eh? In here, it's like, good yeah. with the yeah, headphones it's, on. It's good, eh? It's just yeah. it's it's something about it. So, Mer- Adam, what do you reckon? You reckon the enduros? Be honest, yep. as you will be. You reckon the enduro scene's good or bad? Mate. You reckon it could be a little bit more hard? Nah. Do look, cross tests or? It can always be a lot of things, but you know what? I've, did you know, Creechy, I, I was you 17 years ago. I know. We've had this <laughs> yeah. conversation before, eh? And I, 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 I love I it. I was the man. Yeah, just Adam <laughs> Adam actually won races. He didn't come third. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck well, you, baby. 13th. <laughs> no. No, Charlie. Um, How's the lemon, it's, right? it's interesting because... Oh, sorry. I was supposed to cut you <laughs> on. <laughs> no. Cheers, brother. 
Is that a freshie? I'll cut you a freshie. Nah, man. that's all good. Yeah, shove it. Yeah, in. yeah you, got, you got a win to get freshies. Yeah. <sighs> now Walpole. Um. So yeah, this year's my first full year back for shit. Seventeen years. And just quietly bullying kids on a two fifty too. That's did a you, little did bit. You, <laughs> did you say bullying? <laughs> yeah, mate. They ran me hot. Yeah. They ran me hot all year. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I thought I'd just quietly breeze back in on on a you know an un. How can I say? A, I don't know. A less stressful class. Realistic age, fitness. I'm not going to try and swing off at four fifty through the trees. Maybe next year in the Masters. Maybe no. But look, Charlie, coming back. What was interesting about T and E Club, which sort of all the enduro stuff hinges around is the amount of people that and it's full there's full events a lot of people that i just don't even know and they're not just a young fresh stock there's some you know even the vets class i thought well you're not that young but you weren't riding it's like all of a sudden people have gone Ah, oh, let's. What's can I spend some money on? I'm going to get one of these dirt bikes and go and ride in a club. And next thing I'm racing, and next thing I got all these sponsors, and next thing I'm actually into it. And there's some good riders that weren't around when I was riding. And there's only like the or racing. You get there's only like one or two, like Josh Treasure and some old, obviously. Um, uh, big nuts, Troy Wilson, but he oh, he didn't race. He's a good dude. He didn't race. Enduro. We we battled hard back in the day, but he never come into enduro. He was just like the natural terrain motocross staff, and he was doing his footy and all the rest. But honestly, there was all the old faces were running it. So your Colin Jennings and your Trudy and all all that. It's like right, they they know me, yeah. but there's this whole new um, you know community of riders, and I. I I don't know. I felt like a bit of an outcast, and I've had to. But did you try love to, it? You I, loved 100%. it. One hundred percent. Look, just, if you're, I've raced pit, a full season. Yeah, but if you're with me and Scotty, you're gonna have a good time. Oh yeah, no, and and just getting to know the current. You sort of, um, mate. Well, here you are. We're on the beers. You you've you've run the dirt kitchen. Like I I just respect the level that you're pushing to, and the fact that. You are a motocross rider that has embraced enduro, which is rare, but I can see some of the all these new faces and these new characters like you, Sean Fosters and and Vanston and Rudling. They're just mate. They're chasing it and they want it like I used to back then. I lived for it. If if there was an event on, I was there and I was racing it every weekend on bald tires and no money and just sleeping in my shit van and whatever you know like it. It just, I I see a lot of that in in the younger crowd that are doing it now, but they're doing it at a higher level. There's newer yep. bikes. The the depth of competition is is a lot bigger, a lot deeper now because of this junior off road as well. Yeah, yeah. all these kids. I had to battle with all the kids because they all shop. Well, showed next up in the year I heard class. that the uh, junior off road is going to be. With the senior off-road. Yeah, I heard a cheeky So you might around. have 12-year-olds nipping at Saturday, your ankle, eh? 
on an 85, that would be demoralising. Oh. Holy shit. I'd sell my bike. Actually, no, no, no hang on. Wait, dirt oh. Kitchen no more. Raymond's retired. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> He's no, got a real job. No, I want to get, get some young hitters. I know yeah, heaps because, of fast little kids, man. Yeah, like like some some national level. I know. I, there's quite ones. a few that have come out of WA. Mate, eh? we, Dude, they all, they're all up with Creechy. Like look, the Meneers and all that, mate. I, yeah. <laughs> Meneer boys. Yeah. They're on. Lil Geordie, he did a couple off-roads. He, yeah. I think he won one. Dude, it ain't no secret. They're fucking wild, eh? Yeah. Caden. <laughs> Caden's the, uh, yeah, he raced. He got third MX3, and they had to get an exemption because he was so young. Yeah. He was only 13 racing against 18-year-olds. I've only, I've only kind of had exposure to some of these kids and names through the kids that I know. I mean, incidentally. Um, yeah, but kids that you know are my age, yeah, 32. Kids. Nah, I'm only yeah, twenty six. No, like, no, like, hey. you know, like, it, I mean, even just getting to know you boys, like um, Blair. Fuck, you're you're a hitter, dude. You you surprised me, and I I didn't know all of. <laughs> right now that we're on here, I, 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 <laughs> here I, we go. Here I we go. Some, I have some stuff. This this is cool. He's right? a fuckhead. Don't <laughs> talk. No, 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 this, don't this talk to him. No, but, hey, no, Josh, he, can you get on the on, mic? He, he's he's just composed. He speaks. When he joined, I'm I'm pulling you in here, Blair. Right. So last year, when I I, I rocked up and thought, right, I got to do something. I want to go and race these ponies, shoot some video, and just that was my first foot in the water to get to see what WA mo the the com- where it was at motocross and enduro combined. That's the best thing about the Pony Express yep. series. It pulls all the motocross boys and enduro boys together. Right. So I I know the dizzies like. I know all the Lewis Calvins and they've you know, been forever. And anyway, there's there's a hundred riders that I don't I don't even know. But because I because sh- I created the content, and, and don't take offence to this, Blair, but I'm, I'm looking through my video going, who the fuck's this keg on wheels? He is <laughs> he is moving like <laughs> like proper. <laughs> He's moving, and and obviously, and this is me just getting up to speed with the names, right? Like, because I've been, I've been, I'd, I'd been on the east coast for eleven years, so I was detached. Come back in, and there's this whole spectrum of this. Mo- How old are you? Uh fuck. Yeah, twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. Yeah. I think. Not, yeah. Not a hard question, man. <laughs> you're not. No, you're not that young. But, but I, you know, I, I just. I just, I'm just curious about who these riders are and where did they come from? And they're so friggin' fast and they're not even set up to ride off road. That's what, kind of what blew me away a bit about Jacko as well, Jackson McGrath, just his outright speed and he doesn't even know what he's doing. He's on friggin' stock YZ just smoking. But you were the same, Blair. I was like, this guy is just hauling us. He's not the most fittest specimen. <laughs> That's true. Um, well put. Well put. I'll write that. But and and old Dizzy Porter's obviously, you know, acquired him as his partner. You only team up with someone's faster than you. That's a general rule for the ponies, right? Don't get a slower partner, <laughs> right? Um, so I I just want to I want to hear a bit from you, Blair, because you probably uh, obviously you've been through a bit of a bit of a shit with your injuries but you were on a bit of a rise like you want to hear from the king i do and hang on we need we 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 need to talk about this king business too because he's a fan 
Blair told me already. He's 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 a big fan of Grabo and he's followed him for years. And I've never been to the Kalgoorlie Desert Race. And credit to you, mate. If you can win any desert race and just show up and do it, you've got it going on. But I could see that in the videos that I was editing for the ponies, going, "Fuck this dude's moving." It's like Ryan Branford all over yeah, again. Yeah, you you know what I'm yeah. talking about there, yeah. right? Yeah. Come on, let's have it. What do you got, Blair? Big who Blair, are, who so are you? Blair is a legend. That's who are you, man? Yeah, I'm Blair Atram. <laughs> <laughs> Full mic drop, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Mike Jones. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've just always been a big kid and rode dirt bikes and did half decent. And motocross. Yeah, motocross. Junior motocross. Junior, yeah, I lived up in the Pilbara. In, yeah, yeah right. So, see, we're coming, but comes back to that Aussie landscape, just yeah, wide yeah. open spaces, yeah, open the throttle, yeah. And uh, yeah, obviously, my old my old boy and uncle, they were, yeah, they could move it in the bush, they yeah. Were, uh, uncle's on a KX500, old boy is on a CR500, all so, the big stuff, yeah. So, they, you know, you yeah, look at them, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. holy they're, shit, they're fucking man, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I guess I sort out a bit of rep to live up to, and yeah, yeah wow, did yeah, did motocross to I was. Oh, I only started doing. I did a few enduros up up in the Pilbara yep. just for on my one two fives and, and that, enduros just, in the Pilbara is just desert racing. Yeah, it's all it literally, fast. Yeah. it's all big stuff. Yeah, gear it up, hold it on. Yeah, and yeah, so yep. did, like fuck, I remember I was on the KDM one two five and beating dudes on yeah. like I won a a local round on a KDM one two five. Yeah, so you like, just didn't shut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I still ride that track. Like I work up there now, do FIFO, and yeah, I still ride that track. To this day, yeah, like, yeah, just still on a one two five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. Uh, but yeah, and that's pretty much how I got old man and uncle. They went to Fink, and you know they did. Yeah, you top twenty back in the day. So you got top thirty Fink, eh? Yeah, twenty eighth. Yeah, twenty eighth in Fink. First time, just that's right. wild, mate. Did did like when you were talking about Jacko rocked up? I was literally rocked up. Yeah, no, no yeah, stegs, no, no steering dampener. No, yeah, just motocross suspension. Holy shit! Just yeah. out there swinging Survi- his dick. Just eh? surviving it. Yeah, and pure survival. Like, and then going back the other years on a motocross, the same thing, just motocross suspension yep. and that. Ste- got a steering dampener. Didn't do the stegs, but. Now I've like, been converted, you know, I've got yeah. the 500, got the little suspension. Oh, mate, yeah. yeah. I can't Scotty's wait Scotty's got the suspension. Yeah, Scotty, and, and <laughs> you got the, you got you the steering amp. You do not I have don't. that suspension. No, nah, Jack. <laughs> Sold it. Yeah, but nah, that's what I'm keen to go back for, the correct stuff and see yeah. how it goes, yeah. But but that, you, you've, I feel like you've only transitioned to the desert through um, coming into the ponies. Did, did you, you, you seem to ride hard in terms of your your technique and everything D- did you do wa motocross did you do yeah because you know all the boys you yeah. seem to be one of, i thought you're just one of them just nah. another one yeah <laughs> no nah, yeah race motocross yeah, yeah. Like all the state rounds and that yeah done that yeah and then, a- as a keg on wheels yeah i've always been a bigger boy Far out. yeah yeah <laughs> no <laughs> No, I, I'm no, fascinated. No, Dude, you, fascinated. Should, you should see his cop. <laughs> no, it's it's all, a keg. That's yeah. it. It's a mini mini keg. <laughs> it's just nothing but girth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, just that. It's been a yeah, yeah. keg on wheels. Yeah. Oh no, but no, again, I didn't. I, I, I no, you're not the you're not the first to say no, it. So I'm not offended. Yeah, good. But but it's honestly <laughs> like the Ryan Branford era. Man, there's something. And and when he the first year I raced Fink, he won Fink. Yeah. <laughs> and 
It was like a phenomenon, right? Because holy shit, how and I, I the way I see it, and and the you know you you have. <laughs> This this is probably I'm probably digging a deeper hole here, but it's like that's my new Instagram name. It's like it's like you have access to a, another level of suspension, you know. You, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you digging yourself far away. I am. Oh, no, God. but I, God, hear me out. I've got I've got to talk about telling it how it is. I've got I've got to follow this through, right? You can get the best suspension in the world. Once you bottom that thing, you're metal to metal. There's no way out. The big lads, mate, they take it because they flex the frame. Like there's actually True. design elements there that work. And they're sitting in the seat and they don't even have to get out. You get a young whippersnapper, hit a square edge in the seat, they're over the bars. Well, look at Lukey Hayes. You get someone and with a bit yeah, of weight. True. You get well, like, I look at Toby. Like, Toby and well, the Toby, smallest. Toby's, Toby's the smallest of boys. Anyway. Mate, he's a big rig. Yeah. He's that kind of rider that can park his bass at the back end. And it's like, suspension, done. Bump stop, done. Tires, done. Right, we're flexing the frame now. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It actually works for the big lads. Yeah. I've, no one else has access to that unless you... Have that keg on wheels. Keg on wheels. Keg on wheels. All right, I'm, I'm cutting it there. No, yeah, no, right. I can live with it. Yeah, I, yeah. You're not Look, the first. It is what it is. I hey. sort of oh, like it because people it. be like, like me and Blair. This, right? this, we talk about this all the time. Yeah, this fat person's beating us, and you're like, yeah, like Oi, that, that's and, like, and it's not a matter of just beating. It if you look good on the bike, dude. I've I've looked at the slow mo footage editing and going, man. Yep. Yeah. Enough said. I'll be, I'll be the first to say you were a hell of a lot fitter than you are now when you won Kalgoorlie Desert Race. You've had a oh, lot of injuries. Yeah, like, fuck, I've had eight months in the couch. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, you're white claws. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've literally been to work last week for four days. Yeah. Like, you know, speaking fucking, yeah. speaking of which, Blair, and that's it's, it's a brutal, uh, like it's a head fuck. Obviously, when you were in hospital and I remember seeing one of the first posts and I think I spoke to you somewhere and I thought, this poor bastard, he was on a, Pretty epic rise, and now it's like, is he even gonna come back and ride? How do you? Where are you at? What do you want to do? Yeah, I'm. I'm ready. You're to ride. hungry. Yeah, yeah enough's yeah. enough. Yeah, I, I let him ride the the bike back to the house to grab me some sunnies. And yeah, and big was... dog needs to refill the keg. Eh? We're on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. Oi, and that's one more thing. Just on the keg, long range tank desert racer. You are not. Gonna run out in the saddle, bro. It's true. <laughs> it is. Mate. Everyone laughs at me. It like, is. I was yeah. fifteen kilos lighter. Yep. You nah. go do those four hours, boy, mate. You want every bit of energy you got. Yeah, so absolutely. Look, you, you keep drinking and when when the, when you the when being you, boo. you do you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you. Essay. <laughs> you can't. You 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 can't finish a moto on muscle fiber. You need to. You need a fat tank to burn. You need and those white claws in that <laughs> tank. <laughs> Plenty in there. Yeah, you need that mango. I've got, I've got a um, spare, like a what's it, reserve tank hidden. Now, nah, but Matt, I've seen Blair race. He was what are you, a couple of years older than me? I'm one. How old are you? Twenty, just turned twenty-seven. Yeah, I'm He's twenty-eight. 28. Yeah, yeah. So he was always, but you're a big boy. So he was always an age group above me. He always went hard, hauling. Always not scared. So, not no, scared. No, yeah. if there was someone in the way, yeah. No, no more. Coming through. Yeah. <laughs> well, when your best mate's Dean Dizzy Porter, you're going to be fucking moving, aren't you? Yeah. Look, 
Mate, if you're, you're he's a legend of, on a bike. It makes a lot of sense now. If you're out of the school of Dizzy, then fuck, yeah. Uh, well, I only met, met Dean. Fuck, motocross. 2015? 14. Nah, 14. Nah, I would have met Dean. I was just out of high school, just out of party. And oh. Just listening to Slim Shady, eh? Hey? Yeah, we just yeah. Slim Shady and <laughs> just then. Ciphering <laughs> in the corner, eh? Hey? And, you know, I was just just, just this kid, like, oh, fuck, that's Dean Porter. Yeah, man. yeah. He was like, hey, man. And then I was he's like, yeah, I race. And he's like, fuck, yeah, sick, same. I was like, yeah, well, no. Yeah. And then that's just how we become friends. And done. Then, yeah. 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 Now we ride every day. Or that's usually how it happens, ride. eh? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think uh, you almost babysat him through the ponies. Fuck, First I got him. Uh, yeah. well, you the, did? He bailed on you. Yeah. 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 Nah. Little pussy. Yeah. Nah, that's good. We've done a few ponies together. Like, yeah. Done. Like, Solid team. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Nothing like riding with your mate, eh? Yeah. Even if he lets you down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love that. How um, you gonna do the Brooklands next year? Um, it depends what sort of bike jigger you get yeah, next year, I, eh? I, I, what's the plan? What, what yeah, are you gonna I, do? I, Come on, what's, wanna, the, what's yeah. on the cards? There's a boy. There's exclusive a, there's a bike show. There's a bit going on. Come on, give us the color. Oh, oh. For, for the race stuff, yeah. um, mate, picking up pretty much. Yeah, full fleet of YZs next week, like 22. So it's video. It's the same what I was talking about. Yep. It's a video production. Um, Yamaha, get it. <clears throat> oh, it's just it's just uh, good to deal with uh, manufacturers that are like probably a little bit old school. Yep. You yep. know, it's just – and I, I got a good I, – I had a good relationship with them the whole – decade through all those KDM projects. Yes. They always invited me to their launches and it was just all good. And now I feel like it's sort of, okay, where it's tapered off or, or dropped off with the orange stuff, um, I'm making some blue content. But that's from, for the, you know, you need resources, right? And to go and bring these ideas to life, I can't do all of it just out of love anymore. I need... And I, then did, I need backing. And if they're stepping up to it, then the real creative projects are going to be blue. It's as simple as that. But it doesn't mean I can't jump on the CR. Yeah, I can't yeah. jump on the CR. I can go and shoot a video with KDM. I can go shoot a Kawasaki. I'm, they don't own me. So so they just give you a budget and you work between no, it? Or do nah, they say, we want you to kind nah, of showcase this? You get the you get the bikes. and then, you do a meeting. And then, and then it's just... It's just individual projects, really, and how how much. Because in terms of, all right, I want, I need to get, I need to pay a drone pilot, I need to pay a cameraman, I need to, we need to be able to travel this far, I need to be able to do all these things, and fuck, man, I got two little girls at home. I'm trying to build a house. It needs to go from just pissing around making YouTube videos to a marketing platform for the manufacturers that want to utilise my media space. Absolutely. It's just, just as simple as that. Yeah, they're, they're paying the bill. You've got to... Well, adding to it. And then yeah. you've got yep. Fox, you've got Pirelli, you've and got Motul. You, and and I, I And yeah, that that's its own thing, right? So um, collectively, all of those, um, you know, Points of income, my, my Moto Nomad sales, those movies, are, people are downloading those each week, daily, and that's keeping everything afloat. 
So <clears throat> that's how I've been able to get to this point and survive doing what I do. But uh, in terms of <laughs> next year, next year, yeah, you're um, on surely. Ah, uh, yeah, no, there's a lot happening, and I'm, 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 po- not poaching, but I'm absorb. Addo's on board. Okay, Addo. Uh, we, we love Addo. I love Addo. We love Addo. What a fucking weapon. Oi, we love Addo. Have you seen, the, have you seen, um, have you seen his, some of his fight? Yeah. You know, I'm not, he yeah. is the most polite dude. You wouldn't like, even you know. You wouldn't eh? believe it. <laughs> you wouldn't know. But I reckon, I reckon if the four of us tried to bash him. I'd have him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. probably, maybe, but I think if he was bare knuckled. I'd use my keg on wheels. Oh, the, yeah, you'd bulldoze him. <laughs> but I reckon... I reckon Addo, shit. Yeah, you wouldn't, oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to make him angry. I oh, know, yeah. Creature, you went to the floor yeah. pretty quick at Cow. <laughs> Who? You. When? Oh, I just saw you on the floor. <laughs> oh, bad two bounces oh, on top of me. Oh, cut it out. He was fucking four foot tall. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was, he was four nah, foot wide the, also. He had the big bloke. He what, had the big bloke. What happened? Did you get into a punch up at Cow? Nah, Cal? not me. I'm the professional. People, <laughs> the people's champion stitched us the up. The people's champion made a... Made a no. Scotty Hewitt stitched us up. Yeah, not me. Yeah, oh, the people's chair. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, so how's a name drop? Then? And Cal Calgooly. He loves it. Oh, you don't want to get it wrong in Calgooly. Nah. Because well, the bouncer yeah. got it wrong. So yeah, oh, the bouncers oh, didn't stand a chance. Just, but nah, oh, look. So he went there. The bouncer got pummeled by the boys. Mm. Nah, nah. We were, there's we, a lawsuit on that. We were so. respectful. <laughs> yeah, it's an ongo- ongoing investigation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going to jail we're next week. Motorcycles. Is that how, what we're talking about? How do you stay relevant in this world? It, How do you continue to like in this world? So like of of media content and all this stuff. Like I said it before. Like you you were text to paper, mm. and that that's such an art in itself to be able to to write stuff that's compelling, and then to then do that for so many years to then go to the screen, and then you got to be this awkward guy in front of the camera because you've were I guess fumbled into fumbled it. fumbled into it correct, yeah. and now we've got TikTok, we got Instagram, we got YouTube, yeah, we got all, all this. Shit. Shit! I know. I can't. My my missus pressures me hard. You got to do TikTok. You know, it's like you're kidding me. I'll 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 I'll, Don't I'll, do I'll can all of it. I'll go work the mines as a fitter, which is the only thing I'm qualified to do. If I have to be, so you're a fucking legend a, then. A TikToker. I can't do it. I can't nah. fucking do it. It's you know. So I don't YouTube have it. is enough. Yeah. Because I'm. I, I, it's hard enough for me to give more of me. I, I was always good about it because it was just, yeah, making sick moto videos. I can deal with that. Helmet yep. on. I didn't want to be – even the vlog space that I've started, I'm okay with that. I've given in to that. Yep. That's as far as I'll go. Fucking TikTok and all that. And I probably should be doing all that Tell stuff. Tell us how you feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> you it's know what, fucked. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. I know. It's I don't just, do it. It's wrong. Not into I, it. I don't know. Meanwhile, he knows all the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you nah. don't? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't either. No, nah, I've got enough. I've, I've got enough on my plate, and and I think our boy Prong takes up enough TikTok space anyway. Eh? <laughs> I don't. Uh, what, does he have TikTok? Oh my god, yeah, he profits it. Does he? Yeah. Oh, what do you have it? How do you know? Yeah. I mean, oh fuck. Nah, he posts it to Facebook. Oh, I, I don't. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Back to it, Adam. I'm happy that you don't have uh, TikTok. Because uh, I, I probably wouldn't come here and do you. Nah. <laughs> did you, did you say that about YouTube? I didn't. I didn't. When I started YouTube, right? I didn't know, and it, it wasn't even the uh, influencer platform. Well, 
from what I could tell, I started Motology trying to go into oh here we go. Here we go. How's that opt how's that audio clarity? An hour and ten minutes have in I, Raymond's on the microphone. <laughs> fucking have I, hell. Have I just <laughs> fucked the audio the whole thing? This is a just stay back, stay back. Is, whoa, this is a whole new level of intimacy. Wow. Parker from Fifty Fifty Productions go. is just shaking just, his head. He realizes the work ahead of him to bring this up to spec. Sorry, man. He's Fuck drunk, him, it's all good. Get him another yeah, beer. Yeah, another Get him beer. another beer. No, I don't know, I just chill it. Anyway, <laughs> where were we? I was onto something there. Talking about your slug oh, or something. <laughs> no, so that's right, motology. Um, yeah, going over old ground, but I, I properly got the sack from my dream job. Won't, don't need to go into it. We've done that, but motology started for that reason. It's like, right, I needed my own space to put my stuff in front of an audience that I kind of knew I had, you know. Um, and when when I started it, I was trying to be another Moto Online, another Full Noise. That that's where I went with it, right? And and I, you know, I had access to the off road boys. I didn't really know anyone in the motocross, and I was a journalist, so I was used to typing out the. Honestly, journalism. I'm so glad I found video because journalism is like homework. It's Draining, like, eh? Oh, I don't know how these boys punch out that text. And I'm just so glad to be out of that. I don't want to report news. Fuck. So it's yeah, almost, it's almost easier. Yeah. This is, easier. This is, this is my digital, this is my digital art now where I stopped the paintbrush thing from a kid. I've sort of carried it on with photography and vision and, and, and film, right? Can I just quickly touch on that? You're a fucking amazing artist. Yeah. Like, I, I knew you were, like, I was, know your history of you being an artist. But on that vlog, it's the first time I've actually seen Yeah, I thought, oh, i got to do this. i got to do this. Fuck, man. The man can paint. Like, weapon. I used to take, it, that, take that, the shirt off. That, that was actually, if you want to go there, that was actually um, me in when I won my first state championship. I, luckily, a, a good mate of mine, Carsten, I was living... At his house in Forestfield. Oh, it's yeah, a shit yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, don't. don't. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> but I lived there and he let me live in his house. I think he rent um, – I think I – no, I wasn't renting it. He just helped me big time. I was paying something, but I didn't have – We don't have to talk about this on the show. Just scratch together. But at the time, that's when I was actually trying to have a crack at making money out of – Painting, it was never going to work. That's why I don't do it now. Man, it would be I, a tough gig, but I it can't, was sick. I can't. My my missus is on to me big time. You, you've done all this stuff over the years. You haven't even painted your own kids yet. And I'm like, oh, God, you, you realise you can't just go and slap something down. It actually takes a lot of time and, uh, yeah, there's content to create. There's houses to build. There's yeah. money to make. Yeah. I can't. I just can't be that artist Yeah. now. I don't. Retirement project, though. Yeah, and whatever. I'm not... Seen old old bloke on his I'm, country property just with an easel out, eh? Yeah. There. In his undies, eh? Just, just <laughs> yeah. there on with, with with some young whippet doing a whip over the top, but right there, that little space. Painting no. paint a picture of a rock or something. <laughs> but no, getting back to the YouTube thing, all it was was when I started that website to try and be another Moto Online, another Full Noise, I thought... 
right, I'm going to actually review shit as well to add to the um, website. Yep. But I I wasn't savvy enough to know, um, how, you know, putting video into the site or anything. So I thought, oh, there's this free th- free space that you can record shit and put it there and then link it and it'll all work. And I thought, like, oh, okay, I've got to create create this account, YouTube. And, and that's how it started. Crazy. So you, Where's you, my second burp? Yeah. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what a proud moment Take for him boy. home. Yeah. Take hey, him uh, home. Yeah. He's but been he, reckless He's got a long show. drive home, eh? <laughs> so um, with with all this, this content, YouTube, and, and I guess – I mean, you are the definition of moto nomad. You, you, throughout your journeys, your life, everything's just based. It's always been motorbikes. Motorbikes yeah. is the is the common denominator. Yeah, and everything the, else works the, the, organically the, the, the around sa- it. Here, I'm going to get intimate with this. Ready? The savior. Oh, there we Two go. Two wheels. There we go. Two wheels. Now, nah, look, if you can make a living out of your passion, I'm all about it. Yeah, it ain't work then, is it? So now it is. It is. No, but, but that's. Yeah, but it that's where it comes down way. to. But, but you, if it's your six hundred thousand subscribers, it, would say it is. If it's your passion, you will work tenfold harder than you will for any Absolutely. other. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Mate, I I clocked into a factory, clocking in, clocking out for four years, and I needed to know that existence to go. That is not going to be me, you know. Well, I grew up on a building site for yeah. 13, 20, 12, 13 years. I'd much rather be coaching kids and selling underclass gear. Yep. Than doing that shit. I love the. So I, I, I um. I, I love the. Under- I love the underclass story. By the way, Creechie, it's it's meant. Nah, that's where it comes spawned, from. It's the root. Same spawned, as you, really. Same but different. from the attitude that you received at the national. I had that's a bad great. attitude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at that time, I had a very bad attitude. Little like, MX punk, eh? I was a punk. Were ya? Listen to punk rock. Thought I was a mad dog. Man, if I had a slug like yours, I'd be a punk too. Yeah. Screw Yeah, you just walk around the pits. Yeah. Dude, I'm bigger than you. You never no. know. If I click my fingers long enough, will a freshly lemon-prepped Corona <laughs> appear on my palate? Blair, you get the Rona, I'll get my, the lemon. He's, my audio, he's, acting, my he's acting like he owns a joint. Audio-absorbing yeah. palate. <laughs> nah, it's... Um, look, it's... It goes, like, it's hard because it goes back to, you know, people are always going to judge you and they're going to carry on and I get it all the time. Oh, well, what are you doing? How do you make money? Like, none, fuck of your, you. none of your fucking business, you know, actually. None No, but you make, you, make, you make do with what you got, you know what I mean? And, you know, I coach and I do a bit of this, a bit of that, and you make do, and but you live the dirt bike dream. Nothing that the con- the consistent that the consistent part of that creature is you have n- all through whether you whether you're plastering whether you're grinding whether you're actually creating your own brand the dirt bikes has been the consistent sort of road that you've taken hey yeah yeah bloody and, and you yeah. you've you've you're making one way or another you're not straying from the dirt bike thing. And you're making your life out of that. And I've kind of done the same thing. Yeah, and that's what, you know, I respect about you and that's probably what you liked about me at the same time. Yeah. It's, um, we both have similar sort of dreams but different, mm. you know, and um, being from West Aussie, yep. you got to stand by that. Yeah, like it. it's – and I'm only just picking up 
on your, you know, how you've come to be and got got a little bit of an insight to it in the dirt kitchen. But even just racing with you this year and, and sort of getting to know, you know, you're one of the hitters in WA. I've always had I'm not been, even always, that good, but that's well, the best thing because I just – Mate, I was a just, shit junior, average rider. Didn't you win Australian title in juniors? Nah, fuck no. But – You got fourth. Nah. I just love riding and that's what's got me here. This is where it's brought you. Yeah. Can I track back to uh, something that I was onto about nine <sighs> minutes ago? Yeah, mate. Aka, relax. Did, did <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we, 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 got the boots we, we didn't satisfy the captain on, on a subject. We better revisit Which one? That. Which one? I don't so, know. He's, here it comes. <laughs> I'm sat right here. No. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain. <laughs> I'm the captain now. Uh, so with all this... Media and uh, so you you started out with the essence of no Moto Nomad. You yes, didn't yes. really have a goal, right? It just sort of organically happened. The one constant was the dirt bike. Is yeah, there now years before now that your family man, you've got yourself a mortgage. There's you know you're you're a uh, bit more mature. Um, is there an end goal? Is there a goal for Motology or yourself? Is or is it just year by year, whatever contract you come? Is there is there a long term goal? Are you trying to achieve any specific uh, milestones or anything like that? Yeah, just to eventually have made enough money to switch to go completely offline and and be anonymous and just be a feral on my farm. So full circle. Was, was that the right answer? Full circle. Full circle. So Carter's welcome. My little man, yeah, he's yeah. got to come. He's going <laughs> to nah, be mine and Dean Porter's kids back. Look, I can't. Um, man, I'm, Fuck those kids. I, I don't want to. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm. It's somewhere between blessed and cursed of having a vivid imagination, but there's a lot of stuff that I've, you know, you, I, I don't like, I don't like, talking about my plans or ideas to people because they're just they're just not even can't even comprehend or or look at you like what are you thinking dude you know you you got no idea i'd i'd rather not talk about it i'd rather just go just do, do, it you, do you know what i loved it and do it you know? do you know what i loved Absolutely. about today so i i met you racing yep right knew you had your youtube channel whatnot you're like, come down, let's do a dirt kitchen episode. Yep, I'm cool. Get to ride my bike. I'm happy with that. Yep. And then I see you switch into like a camera, like oh the media. Oh media. mate, in his element. <laughs> no, no, mate. No, like so he goes, I'm gonna ride your bike. I'm like, yeah, all good. Sends it so hard. <laughs> but then like two seconds later, he goes, all right, let's get here, let's get there. And I'm like, dude, you literally just got off the bike. Like, relax. <laughs> Take it easy. Yeah. Yeah, take it easy, huh? You, 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 and he, you, you could have some funny conversations with Grabo, with all the, because that was me on the East Coast and probably yeah, more so. That's what I, I respect about you is you think out, instead of just being in the, like, thinking about the track, you're thinking about the angles of the track. The whilst, camera angles, yeah, yeah. But while still sending it, send it, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, dude. The track's sick, and you're like, dude, that angle there would be sick, and I'm like, that's more important. The yeah. pro, the the outcome, and and these guys are, these guys know that side of yeah. what I am. I guess and you know the 
the send it side of yeah, me, yeah. and I'm kind of stuck in the middle. It's been, and when I say these guys, by the way, I actually the. Can we just fucking bring in Josh Come on, Parker? Boys. Yeah. He's actually a part of the Beers and Bikes show hey, here. Put your shit on Oi. camera, will you? It's a new put it in. Oh, look, oh, look at those calves. Look at those calves. He wants to get these calves. <laughs> Good so, douche. Um, can you just 50-50 productions? We're going to – oi, this is funny. You know what the best thing about today is? They're going to the, have a fight later. Yeah, the beef between <laughs> the young videographers, here. if come there here. was one. So let's get all the boys in. Yeah. You can't – you can't. You, you can feel this through the podcast, but you'll see it in the actual YouTube version. So, Leighton Madden, I've roped this cat in to shooting for me. We lost Mark Garrick. Garrick, your point Dexter. I hope you're living the dream <laughs> over there. Nah, he's a killer. I had to find someone good enough to replace him, and and Madden's going okay. However, we've got <laughs> we've got we've got Josh, who's the fourth wheel in the bit. Fourth wheel in the beers and bikes show. Can you just can you just chime in here and say your, oh he's got his own, look he's all over it go let's have it so um yeah basically I am the beers and bikes show no. <laughs> look, without him we'd be in trouble hey, yeah for real. hot ticket cow <laughs> oh yeah did yes oh they're the best ones really yeah, anyway, I won't comment no fight. comment yeah. yeah you comment okay about the hot girl yes. I'd marry her. <laughs> and, and he just one nighted out of there. Yeah, even, he just, yeah, he didn't treat her with respect. <laughs> Man, even I didn't even go to Cal and I heard word of this. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I didn't go down pretty quick. But anyways, okay. moving on. Nice T-shirt you got. Yeah, let's yeah. have it, Parker. What do you got? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, what was it? We're all on the piss one night at Lancel and Land, Baker Land, rocks Land, up Land, at like, Land. what, one thirty? Jim trailer and all. <laughs> Pissed as, oh, we should start a podcast here. Yeah, whatever, dickhead. And then... <laughs> Here we it, are really. now. The rest is history. Yeah. yeah. That, oi, honestly, nah. and you know what? You, I I don't know. I, I would like to think that you guys need to be heard. I, I sat and listened to your first one and I thought, ooh, they, they, we got, they got to drop the C-bombs. <laughs> We're in trouble. We're in trouble. <laughs> they, got, they got to drop the C-bombs, but these guys are great. You know, like this this has to go. People, I, I reckon once you guys get out there, People are going to laugh their heads off at you. And, and I feel like this is the least I can do, you know. And one thing about when people are creating a good thing, 99% of people that can help generally won't. You just need that one, and it's happened to me, just that 1%, that one person that goes, actually, I think what you're doing is awesome. I can help you go from here hear and then you're on your own and it's not to say that i'm gonna spike you into some sort of stardom Why not? but you know what <laughs> we are <family>. Could you? <laughs> let's if, if 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 a percentage of my audience can latch on to you boys then go i just i i love what you do right from the first start and and it all comes through racing with creature getting to know you boys mate it we're, we're west aussies you gotta you you're the it all comes down to the you're the real deal. And that's one, two, you got you got the camera boy. You, you the got, German boy. Well <laughs> you need Jesus. you need a production weapon. You've got your production weapon. You've you've got your you got your host with the most. You got you got the voice. Once you actually get a little more refined and know what you're talking about, you're, what gonna, you talking be, about? you're gonna be unstoppable. But as terms of the voice, the spiel you could you you got the voice, Baker, no doubt about ya. Blair, the fucking keg on wheels. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, 
Mate, nah. The real deal on Creechy, you... Nah, the keg on wheels. You're the miniature keg. I'm just a six-pack, you're the old carton, boy. Yeah, no, I'm honoured to be a part of your show and to have it unfold at my job. Uh, yeah, it's Mate, well, it's an amazing setting to have it, an amazing opportunity, like, rolling on from one of your Dirt Kitchen episodes. Uh, you know, such an iconic thing in the moto world. It's, it's, it's becoming that. It's to have Dad day. on it is just, mm. I'm sure, Creature, you're over and well. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. from a beers and, and bike show perspective, but you got to do a Dirt Kitchen episode. I That's that was That was always coming. And it's mega. Oh, you know? sorry, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. We jumped the gun here. Did we get did we get old? Did we get old late in Madden? Yeah, yeah I did. I was we about did. to drop him in there. Captain okay, Snapchat. you go, you so, go, you go. No, I was, yeah, I was about to say like it's Captain Snapchat. You know, <laughs> Captain Snapchat. Oh, that's Snatch, another one of no, those Snapchat oh, things. Oh yeah, no. don't even get it started on that. You can ask Blair about the Snapchats at the Brooklyn Pony Express. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, I made him. I made him with no facial hair and bald. <laughs> How's a, how's a no hair filter on Ross Just, Fowler? Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, cha- no change what? at all. <laughs> it's the same photo. What are you talking about? Yeah, no. yeah. No, it's um, pleasure to be here with all of you. You know, we've got the beers and bike show and Adam and Leighton merging here. it all yeah. together. And That's it's a um, beautiful thing, West Aussies. I know we're He's all family. Here. The, uh, can can we just bring up? Can we just bring up the videographer beef? The beef. The, yeah. Can, can <laughs> yeah. we? Can we have a scenario? You well, guys, so we got you we got 50-50 productions it was, here. It was we one got, of those things, right? Like, no, here, right, here we so go. Let's have it. There's no, there's no beef. We just kind of. I started it. No, yeah, at Man's <laughs> yeah, Man's 2019. 2019. You put a punch on. Yeah. So what happened, right? <laughs> yeah. Me and Josh are mint. One of my best mates, right? Both create cool until shit. you both wanted to shoot video. And then no, oh, no. What happened is we're at Man's Drop in 2020, and all of a sudden we're both sitting at the top of Rock and Roll Hill. <laughs> it's the All Stars or race before the All Stars. Oh. And we're like, oh, yes. Who's going to get the shot? No, nah, we're just kicking back, killing time. And then we both check our phones at the same time. He puts an Instagram story up, tags both of us, and he's saying, why don't you both just start punching on? We look at this story together, and all of a sudden I turn around, drop my camera, and just start throwing punches. <laughs> and he didn't like, know. <laughs> I just stood there. But it was on. Nah. I was like, and just fuck me there. It was just like I was pulling the piss. I wasn't actually. Yeah, but, but it was all from then. It was kind of like, right. It was being viewed from, where were you, Creature? Nah, not, I was not the one in, who sent the Snapchat saying, you, buy, you boys better to punch on so <laughs> you, you guys can thank me for this I think they just hate each other now because they all compare there, I will say and I, to- I told you at your birthday there was one time where I had this video on the making and it was good and you just oh. yanked me some <laughs> Yes, you told us about this on our trip up north. Yeah. Yeah. You yanked me song. You stole. I would never let it down. You hey, stole well. his soundtrack. <laughs> just like in Cal, first in best dress. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> drop the mic, my man. Where's the All champion right. button? Where's that yeah, champion drop, button? Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Right, production crew. Make sure our recording is still happening. Yeah. Get, You're back fired. To, get, You're back, fired. get back. Get back to job. Sack. Yeah. No. Look, awesome. Awesome well, to have the boys here. Um. I reckon we're – you guys got any more you want to touch on? Uh, no, I'll just – yeah, I'm – you're more like a historic person. <laughs> I just like to have beers with Adam. And Live in the now, oh, eh? When we sign off here, we're going to have – we're going to eat well. We're going to yeah. drink more. We might even uh, – we might even light a bit of a ceremonial bonfire. It's good times. It's not over yet. Beautiful. Well, I think we might roll from the beers and bike show to the beers and barbecue show yeah. and then to, the, to the inevitable coffee and yes. hangover show. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But and then let's we're just – we, we all got to aim to Perth for the end of year. 
TNA Enduro yeah. State who, Champion, which is being hosted by none, none other than David Baker, the host from the Beers and Bike Show. Of <laughs> hey, but wait, before we sign off, one thing. Yeah, mate. What's that? Hold on. Oh, limited back. Oi. <laughs> That that's yes. oh yeah, and and the CR <laughs> and the CR, come on, one of you must know how to start that bike. No, they're they're, oh, they're millennial kids. These yeah. friggin' students. Look at these cars. Oh, yeah, Josh, you got the cars these to do it. Friggin' TikToking millennials <laughs> <laughs> can't even start a CR two fifty. Can't even. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. No, Perfect. That All is right. a beautiful sound. All right, guys. Adam. I, uh, holy sorry, shit. Sorry, I'm going to butt in. That just happened. Adam, thanks for having us. Hi. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks Rip for coming day. on. Awesome. Thanks. It's been an awesome day out here, sinking beers, looking over the track. Beautiful. No. So I'll hand it over to Dave Baker. He's going to wrap it up. He's got the voice in the yeah, head for radio. Yeah, so. Gift of the gab. <laughs> wrap it up, Baker. Well, it's uh, it's all, almost just absolutely iconic. We got the sun setting over the hill, just breaking through these trees. It's the most picturesque thing I've ever seen, and we're about to get absolutely bland. <laughs> Let's get <laughs> like fucking bland. bland. <laughs> to, to the potential six hundred thousand YouTube wow. subscribers that it's Adam coming. has. It's coming. Um, that this may coming. potentially reach fr- clock from, over tonight or yeah from surely. next week. Who cares? You all know? walks of life. They're coming from all over the globe. Uh, make sure you jump on and follow the Beers and Bikes show on your favourite listening platform, iTunes or or Spotify, whatever you listen to on your podcasts on, we're on them. Um, look, we are a West Australian mob, but we do talk about some important issues and um, that are relevant to moto all around the world, and it's just a fucking good laugh. So, Adam, thank you so much for this opportunity. We're, we're absolutely uh, blessed and so grateful for it. Um, to the boys on the cameras and uh, to you the guys. The keg on wheels. The, the keg, keg on, on fucking wheels, <laughs> boys. Such a, such a weapon. I froth that. Yeah. Guys, let's get pissed. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> Cheers until next time. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. <laughs>